Welcome back to another episode of the Running Back Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Alexander, alongside Coach Ali. How you doing? <laughs> and the infamous Uncle E. What's going on, man? Man, I'm Mr. Carl Game today. How y'all oh, doing? Here you uh, go. Yeah, one, yeah, maybe two games, good games today at the rack, and he think he, LeBron James. Hey, man, I wasn't there, so do it. Man, I'm count. the greatest out here. I'm the greatest. Remember that. Remember that, British team. talker. I hear that. <laughs> Real good show for you guys today. Uh, a lot of March Madness results. Some... Hey, man, we're in a new studio, man. We are in a new <laughs> studio. Imagine that we in a new location. We in a new location. The first uh, running back episode being recorded in what is probably going to be our uh, new studio space for a little while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Until he messes up. <laughs> what do you mean? Until he messes, messes up. up. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot to get to, man. Like I said, March Madness results. The NBA trade deadline happened between this show and the last show, so we got to gotta cover that. A lot of big moves happened there. E is particularly happy about one of those moves. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, we will touch on a couple of things from the NFL. There's been a, a lot of pro days that, is, that have gone on, and I believe that is uh, as those are most of our big stories. NCAA so. tournament, you know. I said it. I said it. Yeah, you did say that, man. Okay, I, was, I, actually I guess you weren't listening today, huh? I even said it twice. But. <laughs> and now they know we're going to do NCAA tournament. Did y'all know, though, that today? What's okay. today, man? Talk to in, me. Talk in, to in, me. In 1960. I was not alive. You were not alive. Not yet. If you were alive. I thought my dad was alive. No, he wasn't. Oh. My dad was alive. He was only four, though. <laughs> no, one. My bad. I'll say, oh. My bad, Pops. I'll say, Dan. Dan were like, come on, man, you know my birthday? He listened to this too. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Aaron's dad. Shout out, Pops. I'll see you next weekend. But uh, the Celtics set the record for the most points scored in a playoff game quarter. Score 46. Seriously? It's not bad. It's pretty decent. Yeah, 46. Especially in the 60s? Yeah, the 60s, they had no threes. So that's a lot of, that's a lot of buckets. <laughs> You want to know what the final score of that game was? was 140 to 122. Oh. So no one no one played defense back in, in the 1960. day. 1960. No one played defense until like the 90s game. I mean, a lot of accountants, man. A lot of accountants and Bill Russell <laughs> at that time. Yeah, a lot of uh, taxpayers and stuff. Yeah, yeah man. man. Just regular Reg- streets, man. upper middle class people. Yeah, hey, man, man. Just real quick to say, y'all think y'all could have been in the NBA in like the 50s? And with my skills now, I would be a perennial all-star. I think so. Too. Perennial? Yes. You said that confidently. <laughs> yeah, perennial. I, I, yes, yes. <laughs> you said perennial? I, I'll probably be an eight-time all-star. Eight-time? <laughs> in the 60s. <laughs> eight-time all-star? A three-time uh, three-point champion. Oh, this ain't a <laughs> Perennial. Eight? You said that, like, with your chest out. like In perennial. the 1960s? Yes. Hey, man, there was some all right. Bro, they, they didn't even do a crossovers in the 1960s until uh, Oscar Robertson came in. Bro, like I wouldn't be so upset, but like you said, perennial. Like I will be an all star. I mean, there were only eight teams then. So, bro, yeah. come on. Oh my god, okay, I'm an all star. Okay, I'll give you that then. He said only eight teams. Shit. Yeah, I'm an all star, bro. Hey man, Will Chamberlain was in the league though at that point. Well, when I play him, I'm not gonna do nothing. But Oscar Robinson hey. was also in the league at that point. Hey man, Wait, in 1960 or in like what year was he in? No, he was in 1960. Okay. Well, I guess he, he was actually the first overall pick in the 1960 draft, man. So me, Oscar, would be going half a head. Would you say you'd be like a top you 10 draft you pick? you go half a head with Oscar Robinson? <laughs> yeah. You're saying you're the top 10 draft pick? Is that what you're saying? No, I'll be a, a sleeper pick. I'll be at the end of the first round. They'll be like, ah, oh, he ain't nothing. And then I'll be balling. I'm, yeah, I'm, you I'm, I'm you. a Jimmy Butler. I think, <laughs> that's, I think that's reasonable. 
Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Butler. That ain't perennial All Star. Yeah, I'm stronger than any of them niggas aside from Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell. Yeah, I know that. Man. I'm fast. I'm no, I'm fast enough. Like ninety percent of the league. Them plumbers, man. Come on now. Yeah. They're, they're not touching my speed. You look like De'Aaron Fox out there. Yes. <laughs> I'm. I'm done. I'm done. You have to do really... a lot of racial slurs. Wait, you talking all that trash? What would you be in the uh, 1960s, sir? Boy, I'd be Kirk the Heinrich? number one best player of all time. Hey, nigga, you'd be Kirk Heinrich. <laughs> I'd be hey, Will Kirk Chamberlain's he like He was solid He wasn't doing nothing But he was I'd solid I'd be Will Chamberlain's Achilles heel He'd come up to me and be like Shit fuck I gotta play this dude again There's man. a reason Will Chamberlain Scored 100 points You realize he was still 7 feet tall And athletic Man he didn't want this person Besides Bill Russell and Was probably 6'7 Bro I play the mind games That's my thing I got I got. You think you to gonna me. play mind games With a 7 foot tall nigga In the 60s Bruh Bruh <laughs> I'd be saying some shit like Man you wearing knee highs? Because, man, shit, I be saying some weird shit. <laughs> Nigga, everybody wearing knee highs. It's the 60s. You know what I'm saying, man? I be like, you wearing First knee highs, all, man? Who who make your knee highs, man? Nobody? Shit. You like seven foot, weirdo. Like me and Aaron's predictions are reasonable. Yours you said good. perennial. You just said you'd be the player. best player of all time. Yeah. As if Will Chamberlain wasn't in the league. As and if Bill Oscar Russell. Robinson and Bill Russell weren't He wouldn't come close to me. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, You right? tell me better than those three players? Not Oscar. He'll probably run he around me. Six feet tall. Six one, maybe. I'm six one. Factual. Six two on a good day. Remember that. All I'm saying is. I don't care how tall I am. I'm running through those dudes. I'm 90% better than those in the league. 90%? Like yeah. these numbers are I just. I mean, eight teams, though. It's, it's eight teams, bro. What you mean? I can't be better than seven other teams? A three point champion? Three point champion. Brilliant all star? Yes. I'm Jim Butler, bro. Like you say, Jim Butler. Not a three point champion. <laughs> What? Did Jim Butler in a three-point champion? Well, he even so, been in the three-point contest? No, listen. Jim Butler type player. Hey, man, you could be... <sighs> Jim Butler's high, man. You could be like Rondo. You could be like a four-time All-Star. Nah, man. You like... I'll take that. I'll still be balling. I'll still be better than that. Nah, man. You like Jeff T. You know what I'm saying? Psych. <laughs> if I'm Jeff T, you uh, Wesley Johnson. Dang. Nah, nah, nah. You, you Jeff T. I'm like Harrison Barnes. Nah. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm not, good. Jeff T. I'm not Jeff T. That's some high praise for yourself, man. Harrison Barnes. <laughs> high praise. Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes bought it. In- He's a starter. Yeah, before. Bruh, Harrison Barnes is like my, like, I'm saying I'm Harrison Barnes is like giving him the compliment. This nigga here. I. You told my predictions hey, and my, my assessments were off. <laughs> this, this is man. I gave you Jeff T. No, I'm not Jeff T. I'm giving you Pacers Jeff T. No, I'm you Pacers, no, I'm not. Jeff Don't worry, I'm not Jeff T. Th- I'm better than Jeff T. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you Pacers Jeff T. I'm not talking about Jeff T now. Where he getting if anything, I'm Dennis Schroeder. No. Yes. You Atlanta no. Dennis Schroeder? No. Yes. So you're still losing the playoffs, but you you knocking out. Well, I'm, I'm not, listen. Dennis Schroeder was in the '60s. He'd be a bro. You type are player. not Dennis Schroeder. I gave you Jeff T. I'm not Jeff T. I'm saying Jeff T. <laughs> you're Weston Johnson. So I'm talking. I'm not Weston. You got broken by James Barnes. I'm Harrison Barnes. No, you're Harrison. You're, no, you're Jeff T. No, 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 no. If anything, I'll even give you. Um, no, you're not giving me anything. <laughs> who, who, is that, who is that weird nigga on the Bulls? You know what I'm talking about. On the the one LeBron jumped. John Lucas the third. No, that is disrespectful. You. <laughs> That's the most. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. John Lucas had like two years and he was riding the bench. But remember that game? He took it to LeBron. 
like games after you got dunked on, he took it to LeBron. That's you. Nah, that's, that's false. you. That's false. You don't remember that game, but that that's there true. Has never been a player to take. Maybe maybe other than Kevin Durant. No one. Okay, I say it take it to LeBron. LeBron. I meant take it to the Heat, really. But LeBron was there and witnessed that. No, you, John nah, Lucas III. I'm not. The third. I'm not. Oh, who was that one like old nigga who was in the gym for like ten years? Like Andre Ingram. That's you too. <laughs> Andre Ingram. Hey man, he had a 30 point game in his NBA debut, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, dude. But that's then, you. But then went back. <laughs> I give you, I even give you like. You don't give me anything because your assessments are incorrect. You just told us that you're the best player in the 1960s. Bruh, <laughs> you are gave, absolutely out your mind. Bruh, absolutely. I gave myself a humble play like no, Harrison you didn't. Barnes. No, you didn't. Bruh. I, I mean, the dollar. He just said he was the best player in the 1960s. <laughs> Bruh, you just, you know, you, I'm giving you all these, like, I'm giving you top tier guys. No, you're not. The, you're, you're trying to play me like I'm, I'm scrub. No. <laughs> no. I give you Jeff no, T. No, 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 no. I give you George Hill. No. That's, I'm not none of those guys. You're not George Hill. Hey, I no. just gave you George Hill. I give you Julius Randle in the 60s, man. Julius. I don't know about right now, Julius Randle. Maybe nah. like last year, Julius Randle, who was still. You're on Pelicans? Yeah, oh, what's yeah, your yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm giving you. That's a fair assessment. I'll take that for you. Me? But no, me. Yo, Watson Johnson, bro. Dude, your pick is getting crossed over by James Harden. Bruh, bruh. Who in the 60s like, would be Oscar Robertson? Because <laughs> can't nobody else even cross over. If I had to really like give myself a fair evaluation, right? He probably said some dumb shit. I'd be like Buddy Hield. Wow, Buddy Hill. Wow, <laughs> wow. Like the most hey, famous that, assessment. Bro, what, Buddy Hill? You can't even shoot like that man, bro. Buddy, you Hill. shoot like a broken Paul Pierce, bro. Buddy Hill. And if you I was had to go like superstar, I'd be Bradley Beal. But I'm. Hey, you can't me. even shoot like that, bro. Yeah, Everybody in this room is better shooter than you. It's on three. All right, that's not. That's not. That's not. Let's not like just lie on the fucking podcast. Yeah, no, we're not lying. We're, we're, I'll, I'll shoot you right now. <laughs> I mean, hey, you really they, that? they did put them rims back up. Let's take the studio outside. Hey, we can. All right, all right, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do a shot. We'll, we'll, we'll put do a shot out there, man. <laughs> I'll even take us into the first second. <laughs> <laughs> bucket, man. I that was a great Jeff day in <laughs> I give you Jeff Teague and this what you Shout out to the 1960 Boston Celtics, man. <laughs> Shout out to 1960s Imperial. <laughs> uh, y'all still racist, though. Uh, Bitch. <laughs> uh, NBA news and Trent Deadline results. Woo. So we. So I'm just go down a list of the order. Yeah, go ahead and run down. So, uh, first thing we had is the Cavs sending Javel McGee to the Nuggets for Isaiah Isaiah Harenstein and two protected second round picks. He's the worst. You know, he's the worst player in 2K right now. Isaiah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you know, hey. Well, what do you guys think about that move? I mean, we got two second round picks. Two second round picks for 2023 and 2027. That's basically what the fuck. That's basically a late first rounder, man. They going that's a pick that they're gonna pack it. They're gonna package those together to get back into the first round, either this year or next year. Hey, I mean, Nuggets actually, that's a good move. They needed like a backup. Yeah, they needed yeah, a backup. Yeah, yeah. I think this benefits more the Nuggets than no. the Cavs. Cavs just lose a playoff their <laughs> payroll. You know, Javel McGee returns, you know, to Denver, you know, where he was like, you know, Shaq the fool icon. You know oh, two time MVP. Hey, Shaq the fool. He was at his most athletic though in Denver. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. So, so, shout out to Javel McGee. Javel Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the big news: uh, Magic sends uh, Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm investing that. We ain't now. never gonna get a media pass. Fucking with you, bro. <laughs> Nikola Vucevic to the Bulls. That's probably the biggest uh, trade. 
see, I don't know. I'm not like so hyped on it. it it's it's I a good move. It's a hell of a finesse by Chicago. I mean, yeah, Chicago finesse. Well, the, no, Otto Porter and Wendell Wendell Carter is going to be something in the future. That's think so? I mean, I, this is his third season, fourth, third. I'm gonna say third. I think it's it was third. same year with Colin Sexton, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, makes sense. I don't think I don't think Wendell. I think we've seen the best of Wendell Carter. No, I disagree. I don't think his ceiling is that high though. But I, I think he's gonna get better though. How much better is he gonna get? He's never. I mean, what at his peak, he's gonna be what like a fourteen and ten guy, maybe. I think that's he's an all star move. That's not all star. He could be all star fourteen ten. No, he cannot. Did did that just come out of your mind? No, Who's the last all star? Is fourteen ten? You right, right. Just come out of your mind. You right. Casual. Because by those numbers, Andre Drummond would have been an all star. Actually, Drummond have been numbers in fourteen and ten, dude. What? Where's your bar? Very Clearly, low. it's not that. <laughs> it's very low. I'll try to be nice to him. You guys are mean. <laughs> hey, look, Wendell, man. Look, people gonna remember you for the high draft pick. You had one of the craziest draft day fits. You know what I'm saying? With I, the, yeah, I with, do that. He did. He did. The, the Black Panther shout out with the. Uh, he had the the Gucci scarf. You know what I'm saying? Draped across. I mean, it was dope. And then you got dunked on by Colin Sexton. So. Hey, man, I'm saying. I hey, think- I ain't gonna lie. Colin Sexton's body a lot of centers though in this league. I think to get Otto Porter to who's like, who produces good numbers. I'm not, you know, against him, like, like being like a bad, like to get, to get Otto Porter is good. And, but like Vucevic, like, do you think Vucevic makes them a championship contender? No. No, it's a playoff contender. For sure. But we all know, like, I wouldn't say this was a lateral move, but this was like barely just a step up. Right now they're they're tenth. They're in the last spot of the playing tournament. You know what I'm saying so. That's so, yeah. it's nothing so really. It's just, you said a step up from a ladder move. Yeah, I said I, I said that this moves them up for the for well, Bulls. No, just for uh, well, yeah, actually, yeah. That's I mean, because like where are Magic right now? The Magic, <laughs> the bottom artists like aren't they like the second worst team? In the yeah, league? they're fifteen. Yeah, they're fourteen. But yeah, no, least. I mean, I think it you you give up a, a a young player who hasn't panned out the way that you thought. Otto Porter, who I mean, yes, he's a almost twenty point per game scorer, but that's replaceable because they believe in Kobe White and Zach Levine is going to be your main scorer. And then you add a guy who's another all, who's an all star. He was an all star what last year? This year or too. The year before? Who? Nicola. He, he was an all star. Was he an all star? He was an all star this year. Yeah. That's all he said last year. Last year he was an all star this year too, though. No, so well, that's what I'm saying. So you 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 give up twenty points per game that you can prop that you feel like you can fill somewhere else. And a guy who hasn't really worked out the way that you thought to get back an all-star. Okay, fair enough. If they got this Nicola with Derrick Rose prime, I think that makes them a better contender. But, I mean, Joe Kim Noah was kind of like, he was peaking there too. So, you know what I'm saying? Joe Kim Noah didn't do shit on offense. That's Joe- why they, they didn't have another score for Derrick Rose. That's why they didn't do as much. Lou Aldang was on that team. You just not just say Lou Aldang. Like I'm going to just say it because, you know, he was an all-star. If that's you know that's the they game you're going for. The team to the game. Joe Kim Noah, all star. You know, no, if that's what was, you know you're saying, like was, that's the no. that's enough. No, it was Derrick Rose and everybody else just kind of fell in line. Joe Kim Noah should not have been an all star. Wasn't he a DPOY that year too? That year they I went think so. up. I think yeah, I think yeah, I think he did. Yeah. yeah, so you know, I'm just saying, you know. I don't remember Vucevic being a DPOI, but you know that's just me. Yeah, but I mean, he's good enough defensively. He's just as good of a rebounder and can a considerably better score. 
um, see, like I said, I think it's just a step up from a lateral move. It didn't, it didn't like change the dynamic of the Bulls being like, well, yeah, they're oh. still going to be a bottom feeder team, right? But now they get if Kobe White either comes along or if somehow they're able to get another guy. Are they not? Are they not in a in a? I mean. Because the thing that's going to be hard is that they don't have, like, a guy. They don't have a Giannis. They don't have a KD. They don't have... A... Well, I think Zach Levine's the guy for them. Well, yeah, he's the guy. But I'm saying, like, in the when you look at <clears throat> who they'd have to go through in the East, can Zach Levine be the best player on a team that's, a, that's trying to come out of the East? No, nah, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would say Zach Levine is on those upper echelon teams, like... If you put him on the Sixers, he's still their third best guy. Okay, okay, yeah, I can agree with that. He's a yeah. top tier superstar. Like he would be top tier all star. He yeah. would be better. Like if he went to Milwaukee, he would probably be the second. I, I would probably take him over Chris Middleton. But Chris Middleton also has some games where I'm like, yeah, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, Chris Middleton do got. I mean, I don't like him as much, but he does have those. Yeah, games. he's not as fun to watch as Zach Levine, but like, could I say that definitively that Zach Levine's a much better player than Chris Middleton? Hmm. Okay, okay. What was the next trade? Next trade we got. Is it the Aaron Gordon trade? <laughs> uh, I've got a few choice words for no, that. No, it's the uh, Evan Fournier to the Celtics trade. Now, see, I thought that was weird, I but it's a backup guard. A move. Yeah, yeah. Lateral? I think that was lateral hard. trade, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, it, I mean, I feel like the, he's like the the new version of Gordon Hayward. He doesn't. He does the not. new version of Gordon <laughs> Hayward. That's, that's a bit far fetched, I think. <laughs> I, I mean, thought it was a weird. I'm talking about in terms of impact, though. Like, he's not. He's, he's still be like third or fourth score on a team with Jason Tatum, mm, uh, Jalen Brown, true. and hopefully Kemba Walker gets back in his groove. But plus, he's seventeen million dollars, man. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah that, again, like that was a weird one for me when yeah, they could have got it, Rondo for less. It, they could got a lot of other people. For me. I, I feel like Celtics wanted just to hopefully get another score because they are struggling with, with their get some more buckets. So, because I mean, what do you? I mean, Evan Fournier is obviously a knockdown shooter, and we recognize that, and we understand that. But, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to have him in a bench role. Very true, yeah. He's not a starter. He's going to be a six-man? I would think so. I mean, I guess you bring him to light it up off the bench, but, I mean, he's not good as the primary ball handler. He's better on, off ball, so who do you have handle the ball in that second unit? Yeah, he's a, right now he's averaging about just under 20 points. Yeah, so. So, who do you, but, like, who do you have handle the ball, though? I mean, that would be Jalen Brown and... But I'm saying if he's coming off the bench. Well, I guess they probably only sub out one. Like they probably take out. They probably do like what Warriors did. Like have yeah. some starters with the bench. Yeah, makes more sense. Like he might start a couple of games though, depending on who they play and stuff like that. I mean, I think it. I don't know. I don't think it makes them you any think, better. So like you got Kemba, you got Evan, then you got Jalen Brown to three, and you got Tatum to four, and then whoever center they just got. Yeah, at, yeah. Whoever center they feel like playing that night. Play you, think a, you think that's a for remember for remember, uh, like a great. Lineup for teams? I think if they run into any of those top three teams, if they run into Milwaukee, Philly, or Brooklyn, they get in, they should push them. Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. Like that's and that's what I'm saying. Like I think you got you gotta blow this team up and try to get as much back as you can. Boston you keep, is yeah, Boston is seventh. Though. Keep Tatum, keep Brown, everybody else is expendable. Marcus Smart though. You think he's expendable? I mean he's the heart and soul of your team, but if you blowing the team up, it don't matter. No, I mean I don't know. I don't think I don't. <laughs> I think you keep smart because he is a glue guy like Draymond Green. 
Like, he's uh, not. Marcus Smart is much more valuable to the Celtics than Draymond Green is to the Warriors. Okay, I agree with that, but I'm saying like he's a glue guy though. Like, he, sure. Yeah. So. But um, I mean, like, if you're rese- if you're looking to reset culture, I mean, him being there is not gonna. No, for sure, for sure. That much, but yeah. What's the next trade? The next trade, another Bulls trade. They trade for Mo Wagner and Troy Brown to the Wizards. This is just a bench move. Hey man, I like, Mo, I like Mo Wagner though. Or excuse well, me, Mo, Mo Wagner. Right, Mo Wagner. I'm sorry. Wait, wasn't that like? Didn't they get Daniel Tice? No, they got uh, Chandler Hutchinson. Who the fuck are these people? So yeah, so Bulls got Wagner and Wagner and uh, Troy Brown. So Mo Wagner, right? He's a he's a he's essentially. Basically, he's going to replace Wendell Carter. He's a great value, Nikola Jokic without the passing. Okay. So he, I mean, if you give him a corner three, he's probably knocking it down. He's an above average rebounder. Defense ain't really there. Like, if he has to go against another good post-moving center, like anybody with any sort of decent footwork, he's probably getting beat every time. But he can give you a pretty efficient 12 to 14 points, sometimes a little bit more if they give him the minutes or he gets it going. He had he has the capability to do that. And he can put the ball on the, on the floor a little bit. I wouldn't – it wouldn't be a situation where I give it to him like high, you know, top of the key like the Nuggets do for Jokic or anything, but he catches it in the corner and try to work his way to the basket. I trust him doing it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like it's not one of those lateral trades. It's just something just to fill, oh, to fill the gaps. Yeah, yeah, they're filling the gaps for some of the other plays that got traded. Yeah. Uh, next trade, it's your boy. It's your boy Aaron Gordon. He's going to the Denver Nuggets. Absolute weakest move in the league. Like so, it did nothing. I think I think they'll suffer for this. Yeah, so uh Aaron Gordon's going is going to the Nuggets and then the Magic is getting Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and their first round pick. I can't believe they gave up Gary Harris, man. No nah, man, someone I was reading on Twitter. I was reading yeah, on Twitter. Two right? guards for Aaron Gordon. I thought that was weird. Uh, they 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 was talking about this dude on Twitter. He was like RJ Hampton in a in a in a two guard situation with him and Markel Fultz was looking good. And I, I didn't get I didn't get it at first, but man, I think I think I think people are overhyping Aaron Gordon. I think people are foolish to think he's anything good. And I'm gonna show you're gonna see in the playoffs he's gonna fuck him over, like cause he's not good. Yeah, but I think I think you're missing where he can be valuable, right? So we know Aaron Gordon as a number two option. He's going to go to Denver and be the fourth option. Right. Mm. He's um, going to be the fifth option. No. No, realistically, he'll probably be three. He'll be behind Yoke. Um, you think he's going to be behind Murray? Well, no, Michael Porter, they're going to get Michael. Uh, yeah, I said Michael Porter. Or maybe, yeah, he might Shit, be maybe even Will Barton. So. Yeah, he might be fifth. And Paul Millsap? Come on. Yeah, he might be fifth. I'm looking at Paul Millsap for no fucking Bruh, buckets. Paul Millsap no, in the playoffs. No, I like, Paul Millsap would get those weird ass buckets that would be random and be like, oh, okay. Bro, Paul Millsap's close. He gets you a quiet 15. Yeah. Yeah, that's Paul Millsap. Very quiet 15. Like, you got to read the box score to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's 15. Hmm. All I'm saying is Aaron Gordon does nothing to make them better. So you, okay. What I ask you, do you not believe that Aaron Gordon is a little bit better than Paul Millsap? I'll say this. I'll say this, right? He's just the, at this stage. Down at this stage, for no. sure. Right. Just above, that's, right? But he's... That's a fourth or fifth option. No, because they're just trying to fill the gap Jeremy Grant left. 
and Jeremy Grant and he was, was a amazing. Option. And does that not give you that he, flexibility? He is not as good. No, it's not as good, but it is a it, the play style is similar. We're talking about the same impact. We're not talking about the same yeah. production. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> it's, we're talking it's, it's about, about impact. Yeah. As a fourth and fifth option, Aaron Gordon does well for this team. Yeah, I don't uh, think he's I will never come say anything good it. about Aaron Gordon. Let's let's not go there. Don't, don't let your bias mess up your yeah, like I don't think he's gonna come. Like by no stretch of the imagination do I think Aaron Gordon is gonna come in here and average nine or eighteen and a half pretty efficiently the same way Jeremy. Right. However, what I do think he can do is come into the system, play the same style, and they can integrate him in the same way that they did Jeremy Grant and Aaron Gordon's a little bit not not very much, but a little bit better of a shooter, and that works out better for Jokic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No. Next trade? This wow, I think you just have hatred for Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, I'm sorry for his behavior. So. He's not a humble like, dude. He talks it. like he's amazing. Um, this, uh, sure. You just hate that man. No, no, no. He talks like he's one of the best. Yeah, I'm going to need him to humble him. If we get him on the show, he's going to Richard Sherman and Skip Bayless you. What? What is he gonna? What is he gonna tell me? What is he gonna tell me that to Richard or to Richard Sherman me? Actually, what is he gonna tell me? I don't know how he. I don't know how he comes. Is he better at life than me? Like you're, you're just a name that you played in the league. I I know many of those. I mean, he did. He did do that. Man. So I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, it didn't seem like a okay. Who's the next trade? Next trade, we got Miami Heat. They got uh. <laughs> Nemanja Bielsia. Nemanja Bielitsa? <laughs> no, no, no. You it's pronounced Nemanja. It, it is. Okay. No, 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 no. I mean, I watch enough soccer to know it's Nemanja. I guarantee it's Nemanja Bielitsa. Bielitsa. Okay. I, I didn't read the B- last B- name. B- one. Bielitsa, you said? Bielitsa. Bielitsa. Okay. I think he's just, he fills the gap Kelly Olenek did. It was yeah. kind of a good idea. Yeah, so he's going to Miami. He's better. And then Miami's <laughs> yes, sending. He is. Like, that's Miami's sending Mo Kelly? Harkless. And Chris Silver. Yeah, I had Mo Harkless. Yeah. I didn't, didn't know he was on the team until after this trade went down. No cap. Really? Yeah, we had Mo Harkless. No, I don't know, man. Him is and Avery Bradley been on the same on, ship. I know he was on Blazers. I knew he left. Because he saying, wasn't. Yeah, we signed he got, him. He got a bag to leave. Because he was playing. He was he was getting like 16. How much y'all paid him? How much y'all paid him? I'm doing that shit. He I just know he, that he got no money to pay we nobody. signed him and Avery Bradley in free agency. And we let them both go. And it's been like. It's been amazing. But. Yeah, I yeah. like the guy. I think he's really good. I think his three point percentage is what thirty yeah, eight. He's, he's, nice, he's a nice. He's a nice stretch he's forward a nice for you guys. Guy, yeah. So he's to get him, y'all would have tried because y'all were trying to get Jakob Pertl, and that would have been that would have been perfect because Jakob is a is a knockdown knockdown four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but I mean, hey, he's stretch five actually. Jakob Pertl, he's stretch five. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I, think I agree though. Yeah, they yeah. they got a good deal here. They got a really good deal. Uh, now we got another trade. We got a three-team trade. Oh, this the dumb fil- three-team trade. Yeah, with the Philadelphia Sixers, the Knicks, and the Thunder. So oh, the Sixers get George Hill and Ignis. Ignis Brasdinkis. Thank you. <laughs> the Knicks get uh, Terrence Ferguson. And the Thunder gets Austin Rivers, Tony Bradley, and second-round picks. Yeah, I think this is more of picks? a... Uh, they got two. Uh, 2025 from both New York and Philly. He missed the putback. Wow. Oh, Who got so the yeah. second round picks? Uh, uh, OKC. OKC won the trade, man. No, I mean, no one really won this well, trade. Because you know what? None of those players are going to do a fucking thing. 
No, this is George all about. You really think George is gonna do something? So, no, no, no. But I'm not saying like this was the most nothing trade just to well, get a backup. No, no, this is for but, the future. But That's why I guess he wanted. Look, Sam Presti is is finessing the entire league out of picks right now. Besides the James Harden situation, he's been phenomenal. Yeah, he playing 2K, bro. Sam Presti playing 2K. I mean, real life. no, but what you mean no about what? I mean, like this was the most nothing trade I've seen. I no, think- this is this is uh, this is just a draft pick. This is just all bench players. Best play in this in this whole thing was Austin Rivers. Right, and that's not saying a lot. Yeah, yeah. Austin Rivers is I, like I said. This six, is the most six, nothing seven trade. man off the bench. It, it did nothing but give well, the Seventy Sixers a backup point guard. What the? F- yeah, well, I was saying they all want to play backup. They all come off the bench. Yeah, I mean Tony Bradley might get some starting minutes because he's a center, and there's not a lot of good good centers in the league. But so, but anything else for the <laughs> picks. So yeah, uh, next trade we got the Blazers. This yeah. is the one that's a head scratcher for me, man. Talk to me. The yeah. the Blazers trade sent Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood to uh, Toronto, and he got back Norman Powell. I mean, have you seen Norman Powell shooting splits though? Listen, no, I'm not talking about Norman Powell. It's not about him. It's, it's about, just about who Trent. they gave up. Yeah, yeah. It's about why they trade Gary Trent. I think it it solely has to do with the rise of Anthony Simons. The rise? <laughs> Lee, man, you you question that pretty heavily. The rise. Have you not been watching? Is this like a dunk contest sort of? You know, no, like no, 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 jab. No, no, no. Like, it's but like, is he better? You've been watching him play. No, no. Listen, I, I know what he can do. I know. The potential he has, but is he better than Gary Trent right now? Though I mean, I don't think he's that much worse, and I think he's got the potential to be better. See, this but might be the like potential is a very dangerous word, right? This. But what I'm saying is, you're not losing that much with the possibility of gaining a lot more. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I, I can see. You know that what I'm saying? Way. So, like, I I feel what you're saying because in in right now they got worse. Yeah, right. Yes. They got worse. However. There's a strong chance because Anthony Simons is about as good as Gary Trent is right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to you can be better. Plus, Norman Powell is is a very efficient shooter right now. I believe he's averaging like six. Yeah, great nine. debut. Yeah, twenty four, twenty two, something like that. Yeah, yeah, great debut. It's a good debut. Very, very high shooting splits. He's one of the more efficient shooters in the league this year, mm-hmm. and he's getting sixteen a game. And he can play a little bit of defense. I mean, he's not by any means about to take the other team's best player, but <laughs> he did not take Thompson. But I mean, I mean, it's a, a swap, and then they get an extra player for Toronto in uh, Rodney Hood. Um, Rodney Hood after he left Utah, I don't know why he hasn't. He know. sucked. Yeah, so Rodney Hood is just very interesting uh, character right there. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, but yeah, but uh, also uh, one of my friends sent me a post about Gary Trent and his father. They got traded at the exact same time with the team with the with the oh, yeah. Trailblazers. Yeah, on Twitter, talk to him. Yeah. So what was it again, uh, Aaron? Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, Gary Trent's father, Gary Trent Jr.'s father, Gary Trent Senior, um, <laughs> was traded forty-one days into his third NBA season from the Portland Trailblazers, and Thursday. Wait, wait, not 41 days, 41 games, right? 41 games. Yeah, 41. 41 games. And Thursday, at the trade deadline, Gary Trent Jr. was traded from the Portland Trailblazers 41 games into his third season. <laughs> yeah, that was that was, that was was a weird one. And that's, that's some crazy deja vu. Like, like, what? Why do y'all not? Three years 
is is enough time for y'all to see that Gary Trent if now if Gary Trent has a son and names the him third. Gary Trent the third mm-hmm. and he happens to like hooping and he happens to go to Portland. Yeah. And if he gets traded in his th- forty one games in his third season. Conspiracy. Is a, I'm is calling it conspiracy. Because <laughs> how you gonna tell me you're gonna trade the, the Trents three times, the offsprings, three three generations. Dude. Three I generations. I'm calling I'm calling I'm calling somebody like and FBI or something. Like, and low key, they probably do it on purpose just for the hell of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna keep you for three years and forty well, two years and forty one games. Yep. Very true, very true. <laughs> That's how long I'm going to keep you. That's a, yeah, that, 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 was, that was a crazy one. I saw that on Twitter and I did not believe it. And then I, when I looked and looked it up, I was like, God damn. They bogus for that. You though. think he asked his dad advice? Like, why? So, how how do you handle that? How do you handle that, man? That Will Swift moment. <laughs> but uh, you want to go to the next trade? Uh, a lot of these trades are just. Oh, not this is a good trade. Uh, Clippers trade Lou Williams, Lemon Pepper Lou. Lemon Pepper Bruh. Lou is <laughs> to going Atlanta. to Magic City. Boy. <laughs> he going back to Atlanta, hey. ATL for a Rondo. Pretty much a, a lateral trade too. Whoa, of. whoa, whoa! Don't call it a lateral trade. And then playoff Rondo is a different breed. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Clippers won this. I'll, I'll take that back. Uh, but um, did Clippers win this trade? The so. Clippers clearly won They're the not trade win it right now. Like it's not going to show right now, but in the playoffs. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they meet the Lakers in the first round, so hey, even if they meet the Lakers, it's gonna be it's gonna show, right? But this is the funniest part. Did you he, guys heard that he can, uh, Lou Williams considered retiring when this trade yeah. was going down. I saw that post. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're talking about. It. <laughs> I felt I felt like he didn't retire because it was Atlanta. Magic City won this one for him. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back. I'm on ATL. Big, if big you bet. are an exotic dancer in Atlanta, get ready. <laughs> yeah. Lemon Pepper, yeah, Lemon Pepper Lou and both of his girlfriends are on their way. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I said, yeah, Clippers won the trade, and it was just a what player 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 trade, right? Like it was just, there was yeah, no was draft picks, it. nothing. No, no, yeah. So good for them. Good for you, Clippers. You got yourself a backup point guard. Do the job that what's his name? Magic doesn't... City really won the trade though. I know. I am. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> if you dance in Magic City, I'm telling you. You, you about to get paid for the next rest of the season. And after come, man, you got to think, too. They had the All-Star game down there. So y'all coming off the All-Star weekend. And now you got Lemon Pepper Lou down there. Mm, he about to be a weekend favorite. Do they got, like, you think they got, like, reward programs at strip clubs? Whoa, <laughs> I'm pretty did. sure strip clubs got reward programs. What if they had the cards that they punch As your 10th dance, you get a VIP right? free dance. But, like, it'd be like each dancer got their own card, right? <laughs> oh, Lou Williams still get that bitch punched all the way out though. Ah, you got like, like fifteen ring. cards. Yeah, like, you know, like a golden card. This shit laminated. Because <laughs> he on for, he on the first name basis with them already, and he was all the way out in L.A. So now that he Bro. living there. Oh my god! They call his ass Lewis. Like Lewis. <laughs> Is that Lewis? Yeah, that's Lou. That's Lewis right there. He coming. Mm. Oh, your favorite trade of the night. No, this is the best trade of the, the trade best, deadline. This was the best trade. Please uh, tell me. Please uh, tell the people. The Miami Heat gets uh, Victor Oladipo for basically nothing. <laughs> Read off what they gave. Oh the it. Rockets acquire Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and a 2022 pick swap from Miami. Kelly O'Fucking-Linick. Bruh. I would, you, I, you brought in a white, long-haired Christian Wood who's not as good as Christian Wood? Bruh. Why do you want to compare them like that? That's not even that's not even a good comparison. They just they just big men with the same. So, <laughs> the Miami Heat like fucking robbed the hey, Rockets. Pat Riley, he's that the is best. yeah, that's a robbery. 
but dude, but dude, this is like if Victor Aladipo becomes Pacers Victor Aladipo as a third option. I would say you Orlando. gotta be Pacers. I was say if he's Orlando Victor Aladipo. If he is OKC Victor Aladipo. Bruh. No, he was injury. He also started his injury start. Yeah, really, when he was playing, he was. But think about it though. Think like I was saying, right? Think about it. Like Oladipo mixed in with Jimmy Butler. And like we all know Jimmy Butler as a player doesn't need to be the number one guy in order for the team to win. That's right. like essential, right? Yeah, we get, we get that. You just need to be out there to get that glue, the, exactly. the chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Oladipo like, is one of my favorite players of like that same type of Jimmy Butler build as far mm-hmm. as being the scoring version, though. Yeah. Like, he's a bit more of a scorer than he is a defensive guy, but I would still say Victor Odipo is one of the better perimeter defenders in the I'll league. Say he's a, I think he's a two-way scorer. Yeah. Two-way yeah, guy, man. and he fits the culture. He's a, and, I, and someone was saying, like, he wanted to go to Miami. Like, that was going to be it. So, he comes off. Like, let's say, like, we make another finals run, you know, hopefully. We re-sign him. And then we have enough huh? Pardon? Like, honestly. Well, I mean, according to Jalen Smith, ESPN, you know, correspondent analyst, the uh, the Miami Heat are now favorites in the East. Jalen Smith or Jalen Rose? Jalen Rose, my bad. Who the fuck is Jalen Smith again? I don't know. Jalen Rose, my bad. Played for the Cowboys or played for the Cowboys. So Jalen Rose said that, Mm -hmm. you know, Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose Rose is a legitimate. (laughs) I mean, Jalen Rose knows his facts. Yeah, I I was just I was playing Jalen. You cool. Yeah, so you know, I I mean, Jalen Rose knows something. He know like he he analyzes, you know, this shit. So all I'm saying is, right? Really look at the lineup and fuck. I was hoping to get Lamar, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> but really read that like starting lineup, right? We picked up Trevor Reza too, so you know that fills in the gaps. You know, with uh, also Nemanja, motherfucker, what's his name? Like. That's a fucking, like, built team right there. And I think we'd be, like, if I had to say, like, third best to come out of the East. Because, you know, you got the Nets and the Sixers, and I don't see anyone else coming against us. Milwaukee? Nah. I mean, we shut them down. Like, we, I mean, that's fair. Like, I'm, I'm going to come to your mic, right? The, the, we shut them down. <laughs> the uh, Brooklyn Nets? Uh, said, yeah, said, I said the said Nets. Nets Do you not listen to me, guy? Like, come on, man. Sometimes you just blabber, blabber. Bruh, I said the Nets and the Sixers. That's it. Yeah. And you went on and on about man. Miami Heat. So See, it was crazy. What? After moving on from James Harden, they got a pick swap, Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley out of it. <laughs> the GM sucks in Houston, whoever he is. Yo, fire that, man. Because they, they said they could have got Karis LeVert, but they wanted to get... They wanted... They wanted Oladipo. Yeah, and they said they could have got Jared. Uh, was it Jared? They could have got Jared Allen, but they yeah, but sent him to Cleveland for Dante Exum in that Milwaukee pick. Because they wanted to go like small ball with Christian Wood. So, I mean, they had the vision they wanted to go for, and it didn't work out. So, you know, they. You know what? I feel bad vision for the Vision and execution is two different things. Bro, bro, bro. John <laughs> Wall must be like, fuck it. Because they let go. And this is when they really started. They let go of uh, Boogie. That's it. As soon as they let him go. We went too many games. Get this nigga out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, they tanking for K Cunningham, bro. I wonder if he's still up. Like, is no one looking at Boogie? Like, seriously, like Boogie. Like, I guess he ain't getting enough buzz, man. I, I mean, thought, they look at Andre Drummond though. I thought, like, would, I thought the Lakers would brought him in, honestly. I don't know. They tried that once; it didn't work. He kept getting injured. It was weird. His injuries are so weird. Like, he just and it'll always be like injuries that that have him out. Like, he don't never just like 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 sprain an ankle or something. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> he got to tear some shit. Like, <laughs> 
Like, bro, just relax. Like, how hard is he balling? Like, does his numbers really say, like, he'd be balling that hard to get her like that? No. No. All right. What was the next trade, man? Uh, I'll deep. I could talk some more, man. If you no, no. <laughs> I think that was the last like real good trade. Everything else was like buyouts we, and, and acquisitions. Yeah, we got the JJ Reddick trade. Um, See, now I was telling you he's going to Dallas. I was telling you before, you know, before recording, I was saying this was something for him not to go to the Nets. This was just him to stay at a team that wasn't the Nets because they were <laughs> beforehand they were talking about buying him out and he was going to go to the Nets. Listen. On why are we talking about the football? Firstly, Lamarcus Aldridge obviously is the newest member of the Brooklyn Nets. Jackass! If these motherfuckers don't win, they cheating, bro. But like, would you say like we're talking about? This, is this really worse than three and one? Yeah, I think Golden I, State. I, I, because yes, the Golden State thing was was ridiculous, right? And yeah. we, we we recognize them by record anyway as the. Best team in the league, you know, by, NBA, by NBA, regular season NBA history. Yeah, right, regular season history. But to have three players, well, all these players are all stars, by the way. Like, yeah, starting five were all stars, yeah. Like, legitimate. Starting six, mm-hmm. yeah. Somebody, somebody come off the bench. All five of them are starting. <laughs> like, you have James Harden or Kyrie, James Harden, KD, Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. You have, six, you have six all-stars, former all-stars, playing together. Now, are they all playing at all-star level? Obviously not. Yeah, Marcus is 35, 36. Blake Griffin is 32, I won't say. But 30, that, yeah, that collection. Yeah, he's they up there. I think he's 31. Yeah, he, he's in his 30s now, yeah. But so. that collection of talent. And, he, and he's dunking now, so. He, he dunking in Detroit. He didn't dunk a single ball in Detroit. And, and his, he got three dunks already in Brooklyn. His first point was a dunk. I, I think that was just a crowd pleaser. I wouldn't think that was anything serious. But I think that was the biggest like. Well, you seen they played the uh, they played the Pistons oh. like yesterday, the day before. And then he was talking shit to his bench, the Detroit bench. And then I mean, the boy got ejected for throwing an elbow at him. Who threw the elbow? It was a. Uh... Not Stanley Johnson. It was the um... Stanley Johnson still in the league. Exactly. <laughs> Look, sometimes when you say you're gonna lock up LeBron in the playoff game, it don't go well for him. <laughs> yeah, man, they kind of. Hey, man, Stanley Johnson was an interesting. He was talking a lot of trash to draft too. He had drafted. Is he the? Is he the? Is he the Josh Rosen at NBA? He might be. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> he said, "Nah, he stayed longer than Josh Rosen." So, I mean, Josh Rosen's still in the league. No, he got cut. Oh, you right? No, he did. Get cut. <laughs> <laughs> he got cut. Hey, Josh, bro. We're talking about you later, bro. We're talking about you right now. Uh, Kyle Lowry and uh, Lonzo Ball staying at their respective see, teams. Kyle Lowry Kyle was, a shocker. was a shocker. Bro, I figured like, Lonzo Ball was still. Did you game. see the way he was like, they let him leave the game early? Mm-hmm. He I thought was he was like, gone. I thought he was gone. It was practically a goodbye to the fans. But hey. He did a little, the little peace sign and shit. Isaiah Stewart saying. was the one who got ejected for throwing the elbow, by the way. Who? I don't care why Isaiah Stewart. All right. Oh. <laughs> Nah, man. Uh, the other, the other beef. You saw the other fight last night. The game, uh, Lakers and Seventy uh, Sixers. It wasn't a fight. They was just pushing each other around. Yeah, the referee got soft and tossed out Dwight Howard. Yeah, which is I should have tossed. He should have tossed them out both, but hey. But um, they shouldn't toss about anybody. Yeah, man. I mean, you it was a double tap. Yeah, you talked about it in episode five, man. They, they, the refs are like the referees are so 
huh. their feelings <laughs> for no reason. But but go ahead. Continue. Like they, it seems like they are on their period. But um, Kyler, yeah. how do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm Kyle shocked Lowry? he didn't get moved, man. It, it seemed like such a thing. You know, he did the goodbye to the fans. He sold the house in Toronto. He did everything you were supposed to when you get <laughs> traded. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the checklist, he checked, everything is checked off. Like, he was moving his stuff back to his house in Pennsylvania. Like, he had all his stuff. So he was going to Philly, he was going to the Lakers. I mean, or, he were one of the teams up there. He yeah, he too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing was, like, all right, what I thought was the weird thing, right? The organization, the Raptors, believed that 35-year-old Kyle Lowry was worth a first-round pick. And, like, yeah. and... And 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 a Tyler Hero, from what I've read, you know, well, that, because it's contract, he's not, he's not, he's not. It's not about his talent; it's his value. His value is is worth that first no, pick. No, but the, the age does not compute with that because he's thirty five. What he would, what his contract value. and his trade value is the reason why they asked for a first round pick. It, yeah. It's not. It doesn't make sense. And teams understood, like, okay, because it would be a rental. Because he, this is his last, like. Once the season, then he's a free agent, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but again, it, it, there's no, like, yes, it's a rental, but if you win the championship, does it matter? Yeah. This isn't Kawhi, so he's not worth that. He he won't do what Kawhi does. That's why that rental is so different. I mean, but we said. That. As a third or fourth option, I think he has that. No, 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 but this isn't the Kawhi rental. This isn't like you got Kawhi and he got you the chip. That's That's completely different. This is Kyle Lowry. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to be, you know, leading your team through points, defense, all that shit. He's not. So it's not the same value. I think Kyle Lowry on your team would have been incredibly valuable. He's basically just a better defender, at just but Goran Dragic. And I'm cool with keeping Goran if I didn't like, if if it meant keeping Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. Kendrick Nunn, too. I like Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. I like want to offer Dragic. I mean, because he, we bumped his new deal. Mm-hmm. He hurt, ain't he? No, I mean, no, he's off the bench. I'm saying no. I, I mean, you can still trade tr- tr- uh, tr- uh, injured players. Yeah, you can, but yeah, I'm glad we not too kid. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you not. Know, maybe that drove down the value a little bit. For yeah, him, so. maybe. Uh, oh, shocking though. Lonzo Ball. I knew he was there. Yeah, I didn't. I, 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 I hoped I, he got traded to the Clippers. That was one of my things. I called it. You go back to those episodes. I said he was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, like we were talking about earlier, he stayed because he'd been performing really, really well. Since the beginning of the season, and he had a rocky start, and then he's scoring a lot more three pointers than a lot of the NBA stars. So, I mean, can we say that some of it may have had to been to like the organization didn't feel like they got you know the right trade package for him? Because, like I, mean, I said, they probably would have been asking for a lot, and I think he definitely like is a first rounder and like a role player kind of guy trade. First round. Well, from so the, you're from saying, the Clippers, yeah. so you're saying Kyle Lowry <laughs> trade value is not that, but well, the thing is, ball trade value. He's also like, restricted free agent, meaning we keep the bird right. So whoever got him could match. You've been listening. Yes, I have. I am. I'm a very <laughs> fan of our own podcast. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he said you've been, yeah, man. You've been listening to the podcast, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean. Lonzo Ball, I feel like he does make. If he did get traded, he makes a contender, a very strong contender. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like, the Clippers got him, or Lakers. I feel like if you go back to Lakers. You I thought to be. he was. You know, I still believe that he should have been. He should have been the one who stayed over Kuz. Because when I go back and I watch that first year of LeBron in LA, it was him and Lonzo playing off one another, not him and Kuz. 
Yeah, I agree. Cause Kuz, I, I saw, I thought, cause like Kuz plays the same position as LeBron. Yeah, like you remember the whole like the 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 joint triple doubles. Yeah, like, yeah. They had yeah. the joint triple doubles. They was throwing each other alley oops. They was making the same dunk and staring down the camera and shit together. And Lonzo Ball is a really good defender too. So right. People don't talk about that. He's a really good two way player. And like, Y'all disrespecting Killer Kuz. Point guard position from then LeBron James. And Lonzo Ball already has that type of like he's not as good as LeBron is at it, obviously. But the, I, the the passing IQ is is in that same ilk. Like he he came into the league with that same sort of passive mindset that LeBron did. Okay. Yeah, I think they should have. I think they should have traded because like scoring, Kyle we Kuzma see because we seeing that it's coming out along now. Yeah. Like, so we knew the scoring was there, but the passing and defense, Kyle Kuzma has neither of those things. But to be fair. They didn't do that because they were sending Brandon Ingram too, so like they also play the same position. So like I don't think New Orleans I mean, wanted. You can kick, I mean, Brandon Ingram thrives at three because they're doing it right now with with him and Zion. Zion's running the four and Brandon Ingram's running the three. Yeah, yeah. but you know they they didn't want. I don't know. But would you put Zion at the four five then? Uh, probably. If, if Kyle Corey, or I just bring Kuzma off the bench. So okay, so yeah, so yeah, uh, that's yeah, interesting. Uh, Al Horford. He's who gives a shit about this guy? Fuck Al Horford. <laughs> well, he's inactive for us this season. Yeah, good riddance. Fuck. You know. You know what pissed me off, right? You know what pissed me off. Uh, my buddy Alex. Shout out to Alex, right? We were talking about his situation. What what team did he come off? It was uh, it was Atlanta. No, no, no. But like Atlanta to Boston, right? Oh, okay. And he got that big money deal. I was like, you know what? You know what? He was having some good years in L- in Atlanta, right? Once the Celtics let him go, I said to myself, yo, I was talking to Alex too. I was like, yo. And I was telling him, I was like, man, if he gets this kind of money anywhere else, right? I didn't believe he would. But my man's Alex, he was like, yo, man, he's going to get the money somewhere else. And you know what happened? You know where he got that money from? Philly. I mean, it's always a bag out there for somebody. No, but like, not this guy. I mean, Al Horford was a double double guy, though. You want to know? You want to know why I can't discredit it, man? Listen, Portland paid Evan Turner eighteen million dollars. <laughs> no, no, no. Evan Turner's agent finessed Portland to pay him that much money. That's true. That's he, how Gordon Hayward's agent finessed the Hornets. Gordon Hayward's doing well, though. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, it's fair enough. We didn't know, but yeah, yeah he Gordon is. Hayward put enough stuff together off of what he did in Utah. That mm. you can go to, to yeah, yeah. To be fair, yeah, yeah, you're great. Evan Turner ain't looked great since Ohio State, and I was saying not not much because he was, yeah, he had some moments, but they gave him eighteen million dollars, which I believe during that free agency was a top five contract, and he was like a bottom tier guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, a lot of players have finessed the NBA for money. I mean, Timothy Mozgov got. Four years, $64 million coming off that Cavs championship. From the hey, man. Hey, man. A lot of motherfuckers got money coming off that Cavs championship. Uh, do you remember a I'm famous... Uh, everybody where was he did. from? Where is he from? Literally everybody who left. Dell of a dope. Where My boy Dell got two years, 18 mil. Ooh, I'm about to pay him $9 million. Like, man. fuck out of here. What? <laughs> he ain't even... <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they got paid for their hard hey, yeah, work I'm, in the championship. Always, but I'm, I'm like, happy man, fuck all that. I'm like, y'all, y'all, y'all milking this shit. As long as you don't get it from my team... <laughs> I mean, Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith fucked up our payroll for years. Cause I mean, well, I mean, J.R. Smith primarily. Tristan Thompson, at least at one point, was somewhat playing up to his contract. J.R. Smith, except for that one game in Atlanta, 
Never yeah, played. After too. 2016, he ain't doing shit. Yeah, Still yeah. ain't doing shit. But uh, speaking yeah. of, uh, you know, top caliber players, you want to you wanna read off? Speaking uh, of top caliber players with J.R. Smith? <laughs> top, yeah, top, yeah, top caliber players? That was hey. almost a smooth transition. Almost, almost. almost. But, uh, but let's uh, let's go to the MVP race. Uh, let's see the updated list. Talk to me. All right, so NBA uh, released a new list of their top ten picks. Oh, picks. Uh, MVP picks. Yeah, I was right. Sure. Uh, number one, Nikola Jokic. Right now, he's averaging 27, 11, almost nine, and almost two steals a game. So That's the MVP. Yeah, right? 11 rebounds, nine assists, and two steals. Okay, okay. Okay. Rest of the list. That's yeah, my yeah, pick I right mean, now. what do you guys think about that? Yes. Jokic mean, is my it, pick at the moment. Yeah. I, I called it when we did a couple of weeks because ago. Because yeah. you have to you have to take into consideration health. You have to take into consideration position in the league where he's got availability is your best ability. It's always gonna be your best ability. You can be the greatest player who's ever walked on the court. If you're not playing, it don't matter. Yeah. And that's why Joel Embiid is not on the list. Yeah, that's why he fell so hard. Mm-hmm. Number two, Giannis. Yeah, yes. Um, he's having a good year. Yeah, uh, averaging twenty eight, eleven, uh, seven, eleven rebounds, seven assists, a steal, and a block a game. Um, Aaron, how do you feel about this? Because I mean, I think he might even take it a third time. I just feel like you have to. Taking into consideration how well a team can function without you. I feel like that's... It's the most valuable player. Right. Like... This is most valuable player. I don't think Giannis should... I don't think he should be two. I don't think he should have won it last year. I think the first year he won it, he was undeniably the best player in the league. I don't think there's any question that his first MVP year... I can't fight that. Hey, do do you guys smell that? Smell like... Spoiled milk. Hmm? Hmm? That, you got some spoiled uh, spoiled milk uh, over Giannis, huh? What I'm saying. I hmm? didn't know, Sour I didn't grapes? Know, I, I didn't know where that was going, but all right, go ahead. Hmm? I don't. I feel little... like when he's out, they play just as well. Like, they win the games they're supposed to win. They still play off team without him. Right. Just barely, but they're a they're playoff there. team. Giannis can take him to the playoffs. Plus, he's got like you're gonna tell me that Giannis is the best player in the league, like whichever way you slice it, because he's not the most valuable to his team. Because, like Ali just said, he they're still a playoff team without him. Because if we were going off who meant the most of their team, LeBron would win every year. Maybe whoa, 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 whoa. Besides 2018, yes, and maybe. 2016, and. Maybe and maybe you throw Steph year. Curry in there. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah, Steph Curry. Jimmy Butler. I don't even want. I didn't even want to make this Ooh. a Miami thing. But Jimmy Butler would be there. He would be but, up there. Yeah. But uh, but, uh, but he, he would be a top last five year, candidate. I would say yeah, yeah. Last year he probably would have like won it if yeah. if that if they, if it was like what you mean to a team. Yeah. He probably would have won it. Yeah, but definitely him or LeBron. Yeah. yeah. But you know with this, it's like advanced stats. How good are your numbers and everything? And you know this is very you know numbers based. It's just I don't know, bro. Like it, the shit is just it's. Yeah, I think not more days. The, the recent MVPs have been a lot more numbers based, like like Russell Westbrook triple double year. Nah, and that was the most like he's, he's iconic only numbers. Got it off of numbers. I mean, and I get it. Yeah, that was literally the reason why. If he didn't get triple double that year, he wouldn't have won that. 
And I think towards the end of the season, he was really just stat buffing, like, everything. Mm. Like, no, 100%. But all I'm saying is, like, I think Giannis Alex. deserves number two. I think he might win it because I'm going to play my bias here. <laughs> well, could you read down the rest of the names? Because at this point, it's just funny. Uh, number three is Dame. Dame Tom. Dame Dollar. Thank you. Shit. Uh, there's a guy who deserves... A fucking shout out for MVP. He does. I but, think he should be higher than Giannis right now. Their team needs to be better. Right. Next what's one. His, what's his spread right now? Uh, thirty re- points, four rebounds, and eight assists, basically. Skills, uh, blocks, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Uh, no, nothing to highlight. No, no though. Yeah. What is he shooting from three? Right now, it's probably fantastic. Uh, forty some percent. Shit. Uh, Whoo! He's yeah. shooting forty percent. Pretty sure, yeah. I'm a man, I'm a man. If he's shooting 40%, he should be too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's next on that list? He getting oh, it's, uh, 30, uh, 38, sorry. Oh, I mean, still fucking great. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's up there, though. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, it was I, will, I will put Damon there, I'll be honest. Oh, for sure. Number four, Mr. LeBron James. He's four. Well, that's... Well, he hurt. So. Yeah, he, yeah they, but, you know he's gonna get the drop soon. Uh, twenty five, eight, eight, and one steal. Wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Wait, who's fifth? Just fifth is Joel Embiid. So James Harden ain't even in the top five. Damn. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, is it? I, I didn't I'm think he playing with KD and Kyrie. Thank you, thank you. I'm not surprised. I'm not. Surpri- I'm not surprised. I didn't think they like. I get. The the knock on it is that he's playing with two other like superstars, yeah, like superstar player. Like Kyrie's a fringe superstar, but I but KD for sure. But like, damn, like he's still. I can tell you where he isn't after. Yeah, where is where is he at? James Harden is six. So yeah, so yeah, so lower than Joe and B. Joe and B is averaging twenty. Thir- I'm sorry, thirty eleven rebounds, three assists, a block, and a steal. Joe and B is also a contender for DPOY. See, like, give it to Joel over Giannis because, like, would, you I think that the contender should be Dame, uh, Jokic, and Joel B. Okay, very true, very true. I, I think those definitely... should be the finalists. I mean, I mean, I know LeBron. Is LeBron? Look, they go. They're not LeBron. Unfortunately, they're they're not going to give him another MVP because if, if he didn't win it last year, they're not going to get to him. He was the best. Like pre, game, you could won in any league, like pre shutdown, he was absolutely undeniably the best player in the league. And for some reason, they gave it to Giannis. I'm not going to lie. I think LeBron has like, how do I say this? I think LeBron has to meet different expectations to the rest of the but players. Why in the though? Because it's LeBron. It's I mean, LeBron. He's literally the most valuable player no matter what team he is. Exactly. But, but if see, he's like not if, doing... Now, see, I, I would agree with you, but if they didn't give it to Giannis a second time, I would agree with you, right? Because I think once you win an MVP, the conversation changes, right? Yeah. Like when like we hold Dame in high regard, Devin Booker in high regard. Steph Curry. Step, well, I mean, I'm talking about guys without MVPs, though. Oh. Um, you know, Dame, Book. You know, the, these kind of... These, and Joel Embiid, Jokic. Yeah, Joel Embiid, Yoke, these type of guys. We hold them in very high regard. Do Kawhi got MVP? No. Kawhi, no. No, he got finals MVP, but... So, so I guess two of them. Of, yeah, two Spurs. And, you know, niggas like Paul George. Like, we, we hold those guys in, in, in high regard, and we recognize that they are top players in the league, right? Yeah. But once you win an MVP, 
the conversation then shifts. It's not just because we know what you can do, right? Okay. We know it's just at once you win an MVP, you have to affect winning. And everything you do after that MVP has to affect winning. To be honest with this one this year, I don't like that. Because even like last year, like Aaron said, that is a skeptical second win. I'm proud that he won it, but I would have gave that second MVP of his to I someone mean, else. Think about the MVP as like they gave that like remember Steve Nash's second, right? They were totally like Shaq and Kobe were way ahead of them, right? Right. They still gave it to Steve Nash. I think the MVP is very. But, but she said Nash took them to sixty six wins. I ain't, I ain't tripping over that. I'm just saying. Like, that's, you can't. That's 60, I'm just saying if if you're wins. gonna if you're gonna make this a numbers based thing, and I know wins are very you know on that, but they gave it to Westbrook too. Yeah, that wasn't a number. That was just the stats. But yeah, I mean, triple double, like you I can't, said. bro. If a dude averages a triple double, like, I mean. But they didn't. they were borderline eight. I mean, I don't. I don't think he should have got. I think James Harden should have got that year because James Harden was playing incredible basketball. Yeah, that year, James Harden. And then they the gave he, him the makeup. Yeah, in the one. He, yeah, the one he did. You see what I'm saying? So like, I think uh, the MVP is. I'm not gonna say it's a joke, but it definitely like. Yeah, yeah, like Giannis is not making them better. Like they're third. Like if you're MVP and you just won it last year, you should have been carrying your team. Even like either battling for number one, they're not they're not battling with the Sixers or the the, the uh, Nets. They're three games behind. I mean, you say you say three games behind, like that's but a lot. I feel like if you're if you're an MVP and you go to like like Aaron said, I got I got to hold you to a higher standard. I want you to, dude. This is the Nets. This is the All Star Nets. They ain't even Brooklyn. They're on All Star or whatever. With this is just the NBA Nets. That's that's <laughs> like you see the team they built, right? Seventy yeah, yeah, Sixers. You see the emergence of Joel Embiid as a number one guy, and he's just I think new Joel coach. Winning, you know Giannis. what I'm saying? So when you're talking about like Giannis against these two teams, mm-hmm. that's an unfair argument because one's a stacked super team, and the other's under you know some form of a renaissance because of a new coach and a different system. And even that 76ers team with Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid, like, you see, right? It's just Giannis. You could say Drew Holiday, but, you know, it, he hasn't really been incredible. And, yeah. and we, you know, like Chris Middleton. Ooh. I mean, but Giannis so, has, the more, has the better balanced team, I believe. Yeah. Over, say, I would disagree because like, I think oh, 76ers. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, they're, because they're top heavy, right? Philly is top heavy. They have they have Joel, they have Tobias Harris, they have Ben Simmons. They have the two better, like when we're talking about supporting cast and front courts. Yeah, they have the two. They have the two better support. Joel has the two better supporting castmates in Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons. After you go down that list, though, I would rather have Dante Divincenzo over Matisse Thybulle. See, I, I would, would disagree with have that. Drew Holiday over Dude. over. I don't know who's there. Seth Curry. I'd rather have Drew Holiday over Seth Curry. I would only disagree with you just because I think Doc Rivers is a better coach than um was it but uh Doc, the the, the a person on that Doc Rivers has in Philly it suits him better than any other team he played with. Besides, exactly. Besides so that's 20, the only like besides 2008 Celtics, obviously. That's the only thing I'll disagree with because in terms of like balance, I do say I do think that's true, but because. Doc Rivers is the better coach here, and he can definitely adapt during a game to something different. I mean, 
He left. Paul yeah, George. and Dak Rivers loves Biggs because I see I mean, KG. Dak Rivers left Paul George out there. <laughs> but he didn't have a good big, like a solid big that can do what like Jokic or Embiid can do. No, I mean I get what you're saying, and they definitely have the the coaching advantage. But I mean, like when I'm talking about top to bottom, one through ten. Milwaukee is going to roll out more guys that I would rather have. So, I don't know, man. I just if if Giannis wins it again, especially if they give it to him over Jokic, um, that that shit is ridiculous. Ain't no way. But well, in the I words of Uncle E, <laughs> uh, what is it? Our producers are uh, telling us we need to take a commercial break, so we'll be right back. This is the Running Back Podcast. Everybody, we're back to the Running Back Podcast. I like that one better. But uh, we're going to move on to the next segment. Ali, bring us in. I guess some NFL news in going. Um, it wasn't. It was very light compared to the NBA. Obviously, um, we got some signings. Yes, we do. Let me uh, tell the Baltimore fans we found a new wide receiver. Is he a wide receiver one though? It's better than Willie fucking Sneed. <laughs> Sammy so, Watkins. So, so uh, is he a wide receiver three? Hey, man, this is him. It's Hollywood. And they got You realize Mark. he's coming off a two-touchdown season, right? Hey, man, hey, man. Potentially the most prolific offense we've seen. I'm not oh, tripping. The Chiefs, right? Yeah. Are you telling me he ain't got no touchdowns with the Chiefs? Two! Did you not listen to man? You telling me Pat Mahomes didn't find him? Oh, he hey, didn't find himself. I ain't gonna lie to you. You saw the Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes found everybody. Everybody just can't catch. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, he's, going to, he's going to Baltimore by six million in a year. Hey, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. A little cheap, cheap little deal. You know, a little rental. You know I just, I just want to, you know, because because I, I, you know, I care about you. You know, and your fan, even though your fandom is is within the division. Uh. Y'all know we like basketball reference around here. I have a pro football reference. Oh, up here. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, oh. Shout, oh. Out pro, <laughs> shout out pro football reference. Um, so you you, you feel like so Sam Watkins is gonna go ahead and be your uh, your wide receiver one. Now, typically, your wide receiver one, you want somebody who can get a thousand yards. I think that's, that's you know gold standard you know pretty normal here. Hey, hey no, no one's saying he's the gold standard. He's a good option. And you would also like a guy who has had ten touchdowns before. And just to just to bring some perspective, motherfucker, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my god! You pouring from one water bottle into the next water bottle? <laughs> Continue, man. Yes, man. Anyway, so E, did you know that Sam Watkins has never had a year with ten touchdowns? Not once. Not a, not a single time. I'm pretty sure he's been injured every other season. I'm glad you brought that up, man. So you know he's uh, how can he be your receiver one if he's, if he's injured every season? So he came into the league 2014. Yes, 2014 he played all 16 games. Okay. 2015 he played 13 games. Okay. Uh, 2016 he did get hurt. Played eight games. It actually was his worst statistical year, though. Uh, 2017, comes back, plays 14 games. 
gets to Kansas City, plays 10 games, 13 games in their Super Bowl season, and then nine games last year. So he's playing. He has a ring? Okay. He's playing a lot. Yeah. He's playing a lot of the games. No, he didn't deserve it. not. <laughs> he's playing a lot of the games. He's playing more than half the season, but he's just not. Hey. The production's not matching. You know, how many did he get a thousand yards before? He's had one thousand yard season 2015. He posted, uh, it was actually his best year. He posted a thousand forty seven yards and nine touchdowns. And this is, you said 2015? It was 2015. 2015 with who? He did that in 13 games. With who? Uh, Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback. So, a similar quarterback to Lamar in some regard, not as good, but in some regard. Okay. So his most successful year as a as a wide receiver was in a play style that matches Lamar. Does it? Did match? I mean, he's very mobile. That was one of Tyrod Taylor's things. Rex Ryan throws the ball. Y'all don't throw the ball in Baltimore. It's okay because all Lamar needed was options. But but if you don't throw the ball, it don't (laughs) it don't matter. It's not a game. Don't matter. Don't matter. It would drink your water, man. Hear you, man. But uh So yeah, I mean look, I, he also, did you know that Sammy Watkins two times has led the league in drops? It sounds like a little bit of uh Braylon Edwards out here. It sounds like the guy you already got on your team. You have two people that can't catch? Hey, At least man. Marquise Brown's fast. Sammy Watkins ain't even a burning no more. We don't know that. We don't know that. We do know that. He's getting kinda old, man. For receiving this kinda old. Man. You know, he's twenty seven. Hey, hey. Any injury too? Yeah, he's not. Any other trades? Any other? Any other signings? Free agents? <laughs> talk to me. We talk about eleven for net. Go back to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, man. All right, everyone. Hey, shout, out, shout out playoff. Oh, excuse me, not playoff Lenny Lombardi Lenny. Man, he got a ring now. I gotta <laughs> gotta respect him. Uh, yeah, man. The Bucks bring back Leonard Fournette on a pretty team friendly deal, and the Bucks actually become the first team since nineteen seventy nine to bring back uh, to win a Super Bowl and then bring back all twenty two starters. That's pretty impressive. I mean, with, with the kind of money that guys are getting these days, and to have because to to bring back that many stars really mm. is is crazy. To me. Under budget, mm. hey, the and some got paid too. So you know, what I'm saying? Man, they're just trying to go back to back, back to back. That's the way to do it. Mm. I mean, shit. You- and we're going to talk about that trade, that that, that crazy trade in the draft. That yeah, crazy man. So, pick trade, man. So normally these these draft pick trades usually happen on draft night. But uh, Miami ain't wasting much time, man. They uh, Whoever Miami feels like they can get at, whoever their guy is, if they want to take first round, uh, they feel like he's going to be there a little later. So what initially happened is Miami traded back from 3 to 12. With Philadelphia. Okay, okay. And, uh, or excuse me. They, was it three to six? No, they did trade from three to three to 12. Okay. But when they traded back up to six, that was the pick with the, uh, with the Eagles. And, I, you know, I'm interested in what this tells me is that Miami obviously is going to stick with two, at least for now. I can't and disagree, but I do think they'll use some of those picks to get Russell Wilson. That's my belief. That's the to acquire so many picks. I think that's going to be like good draft capital and whoever they're trying to pursue. I mean, but I, I think I think it's pretty clear that because I feel like they I, I believe they made them an offer already. They made them the initial offer of the three first round picks um, this year. 
because Miami has three picks in the in the in the top uh, hundred, I believe. So that's that's pretty. Those are all pretty valuable. You know, anything third round and before you expect those guys to come out and play. Okay. And Miami had three of those picks, so essentially you're getting three guys, including number three overall. So I think if Russell Wilson was on the table for anything, that was probably the best package you were getting. <laughs> so I think now what they do is I think Brian Flores is going to go get the best skill guy available, probably Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, um, maybe Jalen Waddle. I don't think they'll get Jalen Waddle that high. <laughs> He's too frail, man. They're not going to get him that high. But Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, one of those guys, and I think you give him another weapon because they brought in Will Fuller um, to Miami. They already have Devontae Parker, who is a really good number two option, cannot be a number one. He's very similar to Juju. <laughs> he thrives when he's the second best guy on the field running routes. And they got Mike Gesicki, who's a really good tight end. And I think if they go get Kyle Pitts, I think you have four really good options. And if Tua can't make that work, then I think they know to get rid of him. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. I mean, then who are the 49ers looking at? Because we did hear this week they're sticking with Jimmy. I and don't know. He's not going anywhere. He's not. He's that's, not what, that's, that's what they said. They came out and said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they came out and said that. And they like the got, memes got, to that. I don't believe it. Because why trade up to three? Uh don't know. Cause if you if you were gonna stick with Jimmy, your idea would be to get him like another another weapon, right? Yeah. He's got Kittle, he's got Debo Samuel. Who's probably, the best receiver in the draft? Dang, Debo uh, Samuel. Chase bit. probably. No, you think he's gonna be top three pit? No. Okay. Cause I think the first two guys are gonna be quarterbacks. And then and the third one might be quarterback. BYU. Maybe. Well, I think well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Putting that out there. I hey, think maybe. Zach Wilson's going number two, man. Hey, man, you seen that pro day? You seen that throw he made? You did over Justin Fields? Yeah. Okay. Hey, did Fields have his uh, pro day yet? He's not had it yet. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, Ohio State's pro day, uh, I believe, is in ten days, eleven days, right. something like that. Um, so they, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what he threw. But see that that also tells me. That the 49ers might take a flyer on Trey Lance, right? Because Trey Lance just had his pro day about a week ago. So they've seen him throw. They've seen what he can do. But they haven't seen Justin Fields throw. And they made a move to trade up. So maybe they're looking at him. Maybe they're trying to just cause commotion and get all this to happen. Because that is also very possible. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see what uh, what ends up happening. But I think, I think they look quarterback, man. I don't know, man. I wouldn't, me personally, after seeing a lot of these Ohio State quarterbacks fail in the league, I, I me personally, I wouldn't they've, like risk it. They've basically all failed. I mean, Cardell Jones got a got a stint with the Bills. Cardell Jones, Cardell Jones, yeah. They no? paid him to rub the bench. Oh, okay. okay. Just yeah. putting Cardell Jones. I mean, man. recent memory, Terrell Pryor is probably the best OSU quarterback who's come out. And he most recent, played. you said. I'd only say most recent, but he Not transitioned like speaking, like, to a wide. Last, last mm-hmm. couple of decades, he's been the only one who's really been able to hang around. I mean, I thought Dwayne Haskins was going to be all right, but shit. No, Troy Brown and Troy Smith, I mean, he didn't uh, do a long. I mean, I know he was with the Ravens a lot, but he didn't play it. Start. Yeah. So, okay. Not sure. But yeah, so, you know, I, I don't know. I think Justin Fields has a lot, has the capability to be really good. Um, but I like the possibility of him ending up in like Carolina. I think he's going to fall a little bit, especially if teams like, you know, 
if they like Trey Lance for whatever reason, over <laughs> him, which I, I can't see why you would. Mm. I mean, he's not that much bigger. He's not as mobile. And the arm talent's not that – there's not that much difference in arm talent either. So I Plus, he didn't play this year. And okay. I, mean, I get that you're not – you're not you're not trying to penalize guys for not playing, but that's hard for me, bro. Like you sat down a whole year. I mean, I can assume that you were working out and doing all these things, but a whole year of no football, mm-hmm. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't go. But the other uh, big news in the NFL, and unfortunately, um, not Very positive. Unfortunate. Yeah. Deshaun Watson's civil suit case has climbed to 20. That's, <laughs> that's a lot of people Bro. coming out and saying Bro. that he sexually. It's like, if it, even if he's like innocent, like it proved innocent all 20 cases, that's still a lot of like suspicious activity. Like 20 cases, 20 days. 20 cases, yeah, man. That's a lot. I think it'll look even worse if it's a settlement. So, mm-hmm. so God, just for some some context. So, the very first filing, right, the first one went in on March 16th. Okay, okay. So, right, um, March 16th. That's, that's 11, two weeks ago. That's 11 days ago. That's, that's 10 days. That's 10, oh, God. <laughs> two weeks ago. So, he's gotten up to 20. In 10 days or 11 days. I just. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, like, he was talking about, you know, it's at a number that makes it almost unbelievable. And I don't want to say anything like that is unbelievable, because if it did happen, I certainly want, you know, all those women to receive the justice that mm-hmm. they deserve. But 20? And it's just now coming out. Very true, very true, right? But, you know, I'd like to believe, you know... Justice will be served soon. Mm-hmm. And if he is innocent, you know, what were you saying, Aaron, earlier? If oh, he was yeah. innocent. If he's innocent, I need the same energy that, y'all, that that is being given to it now. Because I know us here at the Running Back Podcast, we will, we will be screaming innocence. But if he's innocent, I need the media, the NFL, and everybody to be just as loud as they are right now during the accusations. Yeah, and, and Houston, send us send that man somewhere else. Shit. Houston, let him go, bro. <laughs> That's hostage. That's a hostage. All right, but definitely is. You know, and if it is true, and if it is true, we do not want you here, Deshaun Watson. But, but, but you know, we used to have time. You know, what I'm saying on the podcast or on, in Baltimore. Uh, man, I don't want that nigga in Baltimore. <laughs> I have Lamar. I am good. Oh God, is Lamar better than Deshaun Watson? Yes. We had this discussion before. Remember, y'all had this discussion. And I proved you wrong. I mean, you proved it. You didn't prove it. You just gave me things that he did better than Lamar. And I gave you things Lamar did better than him. But by the numbers, Lamar doesn't do anything better than him but rush for more yards. I mean, wins. Just putting that out there. If that's, you know. The Ravens have one of the best defenses in the league. Thank you. That has nothing to do with the quarterback. <laughs> you know, you know what, you know what it does. You know what it does. No, 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 no. You know, we said this. I, I said this because Lamar takes so much time off the clock during you know those uh, those stretches of the game. Rest the defense. Defense plays well. Actually, I said that, but well, um, I said that too. So, and I agreed. That too. part you just said about the defense. Right <laughs> I said that too, and I agreed. But yeah, okay. 
But yeah, Deshaun, man, hopefully things looking brighter. Hey, man, I hope things shake out, man, whatever it ends up being. But, uh... Bobby, uh, you want to you wanna transition us into our next part? Uh, NCAA tournament. Oh, we're moving shit. on to the Elite Eight now. We've got some games going on. Um, right now we're watching Syracuse and Houston. Yeah, uh, we're keeping up with it. We're keeping an eye on uh, it. Houston is tapping that ass. Yeah. No, no, it's like what twenty seven thirty four right now. It was thirty nine twenty seven. Oh, yeah, it's twelve point game. Hey man, right now I'm still in the lead in our bracket, but I don't think that's gonna last too much longer. <laughs> hey, listen, yeah. let's speaking of brackets, so you know, um, we're gonna talk about our our loser uh, trophy thing a little bit later. Um, the standings are uh, Aaron is winning in our bracket God number one uh, with forty one points, but he has twenty points remaining <laughs> in the in the uh, the bracket. Um, guys, right? I'm in second with 40 points, and but I have 68. So hopefully some things will go my way so I can solidify myself from not losing. And then Mr. Oko E has 34 points, but he has 36 points remaining. So he has a chance to jump up to second. If yeah, Michigan see. make the final game. So, yeah. So right now, me and E have to set the exact same final four, which was, uh, um, I'm sorry, West Virginia, Kansas, and Ohio State. Which obviously all three of those teams lost. Absolute uh, so true. So I have rash. Alabama, and he has Michigan in his bracket. So obviously Michigan and Alabama are playing each other in the Elite Eight. So um, that's gonna be a hell of a match. It, it is. It'll be, hopefully, it's a good one. It's not like a blowout for either team, no matter what. I want to see a close, I mean, like to the end battle. If Michigan win, I've solidified myself as second. Also, or first. if Michigan lose, E is definitely in last place, no so, matter what. So that game is really going to determine it. So Ali is probably the safest amongst. I have the, the I have the highest chance to be safe. Yes, but that Michigan Alabama game is going to decide if me or E <laughs> pretty, pretty is much. getting that trophy. And so who's your final four again, Aaron? So I had uh, I had. <laughs> In my final four, I had Iowa, Ohio State, <laughs> <laughs> Iowa, Loyola, Chicago, the Bosnian Bears. He put Sister Jean in the final four and Alabama. So Alabama. yeah, um, so I need Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that uh, Michigan Alabama game uh, is going to be uh, very key to our group. Um, I usually don't root for don't root for Alabama because it's Alabama. But this year, I'm rooting for you guys because I need that bracket. Be, you just know we'll be we'll be tuned in. <laughs> yeah, so I still hate Michigan. We know they're a good team. I know they're great. We gonna see Michigan take it, okay. and then you know what? The, hey man, look, years past, Michigan always falls short. They are gonna fall short again this time. At, under under my man Jawan. Uh, Jawan Howard is a, a, an excellent coach. So shout under out to my Jawan. man, Mister Jawan Howard, I don't believe that. Um. Aaron, you want to discuss the loser trophy and loser uh, prize? Yeah, man. So what will what, happen here, what we've decided on as a group, uh, there will be a trophy presentation uh, for the worst bracket that uh, that I was able to find. So we'll have that and we'll get that recorded and obviously put that on all of our social medias for everyone to see. Uh, the loser will then have to take that trophy everywhere with them uh, to work, <laughs> for to a week. the gym, to their significant other's house, wherever it is they decide to go, that trophy <laughs> must go for a week. Uh, and every day, at least one time a day, there must be proof that you have that trophy with you. This guy. So, yeah, snaps, 
text. Do we set it up to, you know, where each person you get one random like trophy check? <laughs> trophy check. Just to make sure you got it with you. All right, okay. uh, if I, if I ever lose this, I might forget my trophy. <laughs> you better put that shit in your bag. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't care if you if you you write on the line. I need you to come off the line, take a snap real quick, send it to the group so we know that you got the trophy with you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then but then as I mentioned before, there is a lovely smoothie place in town that I will not say the name of because we are not sponsored by them. <laughs> <laughs> um y'all know who you are, though. Hit me up. Because I know one of your employees listen, so <laughs> pass it up the ladder. Um, but we need to endorse some money. Yes, <laughs> but we will be getting smoothies for whichever one of you guys loses. Um, I like my blimey. I do enjoy the blimey, blimey. So can't I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, I did the mocha. Can't wait to get that from Uncle E's pockets, though. I did the mocha even better. I'm not gonna say nothing because I don't want to drink myself, so I'm just gonna wait. You already did by even talking about it, man. I didn't bark, but I'm gonna say it right here like I did earlier today. Call game. All right. (laughs) So the elite eight matchup so far, um, we got Creighton versus Kansas. Um, we got oh no, I can't. I took that back, right? Um, yeah, what you talking about, my boy? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, man, didn't uh, who the fuck won that? No, 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 I'll tell you about 316. This is Gonzaga versus Creighton, uh, USC, Oregon. I still, still, still feel bad for VCU for not getting a chance to play that. Uh, we got uh, Michigan versus Florida State. Oh, Michigan, but Michigan still got a no, so <laughs> they still got to play. For... <laughs> no. So if they lose to Florida State, what do you, you mean? No, dude, are you, are you, are you okay? They're already in. Yeah. What? Dude, it's Michigan Bama on Tuesday. It's Michigan Bama and then Gonzaga what the fuck? and Dude. the winner of the USC Oregon game. Dude, are you okay? <laughs> you, you're killing our time. Hey, it's kind of late back here. So. Okay, so yeah. the way the Elite Eight is, is, is as follows. So Gonzaga, number one Gonzaga will play the winner of the USC Oregon game. Yeah. Uh, Michigan and Alabama. We'll face off on Tuesday. Yeah, Baylor, Arkansas on Monday. And then Oregon State will play the winner of the Houston-Syracuse game that we're watching right now. You good, big dog? Dang. This man said, Michigan still got to play. <laughs> they got to play Florida State. The Seminoles. That's going to be the funniest dude ever made. He said, Michigan State. Michigan got to play Florida State. That's why it's a check next to it because the game's already over. They already in. They played it. You good, big dog. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's yeah, that's uh, that's what's looking. You know, it's looking bright. You know, you know. At this point, I just hope Michigan. You guys are wrong. <laughs> Florida State plays Michigan tomorrow. Bruh. It's right here, Bruh. What are you guys talking about, bro? Michigan already got the game. Oh, it is Sunday. Dang, boy. Y'all are- Y'all, y'all's dial look like fools. <laughs> bro. what? <laughs> y'all call. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So UCLA play Bama tomorrow. And if Bama lose to UCLA, you guys were like UCLA. I'm like, what are y'all talking about, bro? I'm like, the game has not been played. It's cool. It's cool. I don't see them losing to no fucking. So like I was saying earlier, bro, I was really interrupted. <laughs> Craig plays Gonzaga. <laughs> the Lord of State plays Michigan. 
<laughs> UCLA plays Alabama and Oregon plays USC. You gotta make us look like a fool on the day. <laughs> Hang on, Cap though. What's up? What's the next segment after that? <laughs> Eating all this shit out. <laughs> that, 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 this is a soundbite. Cause y'all look like soundbite. Yeah, I'm gonna get this soundbite. Soundbite. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so we wait we, we to see what happens tomorrow. Hopefully, oh, yeah. um, Michigan Alabama wins because that'd be a good game for if the elite. Alabama lose. If Michigan lose. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I'll just move on to our what if segment. What if segment? What what is the what if Ali talk? So to me. Uh, I was just thinking, you know, if something happens, what's the the tournament? You know, and Steph Curry's name came up. You know, he had that amazing um, tournament. We had forty points yeah. with Davidson. So, uh, draft night. He was drafted in two thousand nine to the Ghost State Warriors as the same team he's been with for the past what fifteen years. Yeah, his entire career. Yeah, mm-hmm. entire career. Yeah, so. Uh, was, I was thinking, what if Steph Curry didn't get drafted by the Golden State Warriors? What if the Minnesota uh, Timberwolves take Steph Curry what over if, Johnny Flynn? Yeah, yeah, over Johnny Flynn. Or Dude. if, if just say the Golden State Warriors just pass on Steph Curry, right, and the New York Knicks take Steph Curry, what what happens? What what what, what, what if that happened? That would so uh, I looked at the rosters that during those during those two years, right? For those two teams, uh, these are some shitty ass rosters. No cap. Uh, uh, that Timberwolves team was kind of nice. Yeah, Timberwolves team's alright. You put Steve uh, Stephen Curry in there, he'd be good. I mean, you had Kevin Love on that team. First mm-hmm. of all, this is Kevin Love's second year in the league. You had Al Jefferson, so he wasn't team. in his prime. He didn't. He didn't become Kevin Love. He was just Kevin. When Al Jefferson, he wasn't K Love. He was just Kevin. So Al Jefferson, don't forget yeah, Al, Al Jefferson. Jefferson was on this team. He's averaging eighteen. And this points. was big money Al. Yeah, Al Jefferson was a great big money Al. Uh, Johnny Flynn was uh, he averaged thirteen. Wait, would Johnny Flynn be on this team if we're assuming? Well, that's correct. That is correct. So it would just be Steph Curry. Ricky Rubio and Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry. Uh, Steph Curry's. That'd be a nice, you know, little, you know, backcourt. I mean, yeah, uh, Curry at the two, and then have uh, Rubio at the. Well, Rubio, Rubio didn't play the first year though. Yeah, Rubio went there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Steph Curry to Rubio came. That span, that span contract. Yeah. So uh, Steph Curry's rookie year. Uh, let me look this up for you, players. <laughs> His rookie year, yeah, he averaged seventeen. Uh, six assists and five rebounds, which is pretty good. That is decent. That's eighteen points a game is pretty good for your first year in the NBA. So he would have been all after the leading scorer on the Timberwolves. Okay, okay. I yeah. mean, but we have to. We have. I think you can take a couple of those points away because you assume he probably is not the go-to guy. Yeah, because of Alan Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So and then they also had Corey Brewer, Ryan Gomes. I don't even know who the hell that is. Uh, <laughs> Wait, who? Ryan Gomes. Gomes, Gomez, 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 Gomez. Gomez. Mm-hmm. That's probably Gomez if I had to guess. Uh, Darko Milicic, which I said he was one of the worst number two pick, if not the worst. <laughs> yeah, I think it's definitely Darko because I'm pretty sure we were researching this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Ramon Sessions and Wayne Ellington. Run up Dang. Top yeah, that's the top Ramon eight uh, scores. Sessions, you don't, man, Sessions was decent. Ryan Gomez, man. Yeah, and then also on the Knicks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think he makes the Knicks a playoff. Hmm. Whoa. Whoa. Read me that. Read me that roster. 
Oh, David Lee. He was averaging 20 points. This is his prime. This is David Lee prime. So, not going to state David Lee. This is New York Knicks. He was getting all the touches. Was, this is before David Lee went to the Warriors? Yeah. It's 2009, nigga. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying that because like, he was good with the oh, Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's like he has big money because the, the Knicks. Yeah, like yeah. a question. Uh, Al Harrington was uh, average 18. Wilson Chandler was on his team after 15. Uh, Danilo Gallinari was after 15 as well. You Nate Robinson was off the bench after 13. And then some other people. Oh, Larry Hughes and Trace McGrady was also on this team, but they also they only play they didn't play that much. What a weird year for T Mac. Played uh tw- That was you what? That was what, like year twelve for T Mac? He was uh, he was thirty. So he got out of high school, right? Mm. Yeah, twelve years. 12, yeah. yeah. Damn, he was thirty cool. years old. And Larry Hughes was thirty one. So yeah, that's the vets. And then everyone else was just mm, yeah. And they were yeah, they were bad, man. They were twenty nine and fifty three that year. Yeah. I mean, the names that I just heard were kinda nice. Um, but then like is they early? got better, you yeah, know. What yeah, yeah, yeah. They got better. Um and the the Minnesota Timberwolves didn't was not nice. They was uh seventeen and sixty five. I don't know. I'll say this, right? If he had gone to either or I'll say this. I think Mark Jackson as a coach did really well with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. He doesn't get enough credit for that, to be honest. Right, right. But under who was who's the Knicks coach at the time? Uh, I think it's. I, th- I thought it was, uh, it was Dan Mike D'Antoni. D'Antoni. Yeah, D'Antoni. Nick D'Antoni, and he likes his guard. So I think I, I think that would have been a good fit for him. I, I think the New York Knicks. That's why they they, they talked about it on draft night. Like the Knicks should have drafted Steph Curry. Well, yeah. I mean, that like, they should have did something to either trade up or just trade with. The Warriors to get Steph Curry. Yeah, because that I mean that's Dan Tony's whole thing. He's always prioritized offense over defense. I mean, to put it in perspective, that team that he played in two thousand nine, they were the tenth best in terms of points per game and efficiency rate. They were the tenth best team, uh-huh. right? They were the twenty eighth. They were trash on defense. They were the second to worst team in the league when it comes trash. to trash. Like they didn't care about defense. But they was trying to score outscore people. Yeah, they were scoring. Look, they were scoring 112 points a game, but they were letting up 115. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, yeah, eventually that was not gonna work. So I, I think he'd been good in New York. I think that system would have fit him well. I think, yeah, I think Nate Turner would have. Do you think he turns more. into Steph Curry sooner? Like, do you think he starts to to become this Steph Curry to get? Steph Curry until 2012, 2013. Yes. When yes. that playoff run. Yeah. Like that's when he was, he was smacking the Devin Nuggets up and down the court. That shit was. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll agree on that. 2012, 2013, that was just, Yeah, that was the emergence of Steph yeah, Curry. That was, yeah. So, are we just assuming that the Timberwolves wouldn't have done nothing? Timberwolves would have sucked either way. Okay. I, okay. I think Timberwolves would have gotten better, but they would never would have done anything in the playoffs. I don't think they, they, they would have never been. Serious contenders year after year. Out. Steph Curry's average is adding four wins at most to the Timberwolves. Okay, okay, fair enough. To fair enough. Nick, to the Knicks. Well, because they maybe because Kevin Love and Steph Curry would have been a duo. They would have grew that duo together. This is Kevin Love's second year, so he's not Kevin Love yet. Right. So yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they would have grew together, but I mean, you they don't think, you don't think that that duo would have worked out? I don't think the. The way that they were playing ball, I don't think it would have benefited Steph Curry's game the Who's same the way playing under D'Antoni would have. You know, like, 
But because I mean, Kurt about, Rambis was the coach of the Timberwolves. Exactly right. Think about think about Steph Curry's game. <laughs> Steph Curry. I didn't know Kurt Rambis was a coach. <laughs> who the fuck was that? He played for Lakers. In, in the, you don't know who Kurt Rambis? Is? Hell no. But I didn't, know, I didn't know he was a head coach at all. I knew he was assistant, but I didn't know he was a head coach. Well, all right, go ahead. I'll say this, man. I think him and Ricky Rowe would have been a great partnership. I think that would have been a, an incredible, you know, backcourt. It could have yeah. been like something similar to what Dame and CJ maybe. Nah, nah, because Ricky Rubio's game was never score. scoring like that. Yeah, yeah he's not that type scorer. If I had to say it, it'd have been like, it'd have been like a little bit of a who, who, who's a who's a really like pass first kind of guy. It'd have been like, more actually. like a Chris Paul, James Harden, but just younger and yeah, like that. Being the defensive mm-hmm. guy, Chris okay. Paul is. Damn, that was a nice block. Sorry, watch the game. That's a good. That's a good game. But that's what I would have like made the assessment. Mm-hmm. But other than that, even Ricky Rubio. As his career is dwindling, I wouldn't even say dwindling. I was like, you know, going towards the latter yeah, stages. You can see, you can see, yeah, I mean, okay. Well, so I'm looking. I'm looking at Kevin Love's stats from year two. So he was 14 points a game, about a block, 11 rebounds, and he was shooting it pretty efficiently, about 50 percent from the field, 33 percent from three. I mean, and then that next year he jumped from 14 to 20 points a game and 15 rebounds a game. Okay, and that would have been like what 2012. That would have been 2010, 2011. And, okay. So, I mean, you get Steph Curry a year to figure it out, and then Kevin Love has that kind of emergence. He has his career high rebounding year. I feel like Minnesota would have been fighting for that seventh, eighth spot. And sometimes, some years they mess out because of injuries. Cause well, I mean, think about the teams. That that wasn't were, a, he was never an 82 type I mean, of player. Think so. about the teams that were like. The Heat had, if we're talking about 2011, the Heat already been made. He played 73 games. We're talking about the Mavericks who were there. We're talking about who's Lakers. No, no. Yeah, I don't, because the the way the West was set up at that time, Minnesota wouldn't have done anything. Yeah, so I think his best bet would have been with the Knicks. Yeah, Knicks would have been (laughs) great because they would have made Yeah, they could have probably, they could have made a playoff run. They could have made a playoff run. They could have made, probably to the, the East Finals, maybe. Maybe that's, that's a push. And he's he would have been still a rookie on his rookie deal. Yeah, by the time they got mellow. Four years. Yeah, yeah they got mellow. They got mellow with that team. Like I said, the same rosters. Everything happened. All the all the transactions happened. Now that. The same. Now you got maybe Lil Sandy doesn't happen because when because Carmelo got hurt and Lil Sandy came in the league. Right. But um, so yeah, Steph Curry, Carmelo, and uh, Gerard Smith. And and they also had Andre, uh, uh, no, they had uh, Amar Stoudemire. Sorry, yeah, Amar Stoudemire. So, but this is no, I, yeah, we're not going to say this was peak because Melo got there what in 2011. It was a trade 2011. Yes, yeah. So yeah, the trade. Was a trade. <laughs> hey, I mean, I mean, because then what? That's that's Carmelo's big three that he needed because yeah. obviously it was kind of old when he got him. It, it was good, but like he wasn't the same Allen Iverson as. Philly, right? I mean, that team would have won if it wasn't for Kobe. Fair, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> and they also had Billups too that year, too. Yeah, they had Chauncey. Big, big had, shot Billups. They had young, they had young JR. They had mm-hmm. young, they had, Denver had a, Chris Anderson. Yeah, yeah, Denver, yeah, they had a good Oh, year. young Bird Millsap. Oh, my God. That was a team, bro. Mm-hmm. But Kobe just said no. Kobe and Paul Gasol, <laughs> nope. Hey, Tough. man. Well, yeah, I that think. The, the, the Knicks, I think the Knicks would have been a better option if the Golden Warriors didn't draft them. I like, think about, about it. Think about it. Right. A duo, Melo, and Steph Tri- Curry. The trio, man. Yeah, Mario Sotomayor probably could have played a little longer because yeah. Melo and Curry would have taken some miles off of them. Uh, I don't know if you guys, shout out to All Smoke, uh, Matt Barnes, and uh, Steven Jackson. Then Amari Sotomayor is on there, and he said the reason why he thrives so well because 
D'Antoni system, obviously. And Steve Nash being a more pass first. Because, like, he said himself, like, Steve Nash could have averaged 25 even if he wanted to. Because he always just wanted to look for his big man and all everyone on transition. Steve Nash, did, he, he didn't want to score the ball. He wanted to make sure everyone else scored the ball. So that's why that made that, made that team, that Suns offense, so prolific and so well. That's why they have 60-plus wins Damn. almost every year with uh, D'Antoni's system. And so that team would have been – so if so Steph Curry gets there, right? To the Knicks? To the Knicks. Mm-hmm. He would have had that uh, – well, let's – so if we were talking same years, right? We're talking mm-hmm. that all the same transactions happen. So Melo gets there. He gets traded there, and then we go – so we we in 2012, right? Yeah. So it would have been Steph, Carmelo, Ronnie Brewer, who was still good for like 16, 17 points. Still productive Tyson Chandler. Amon Shumpert, too. Shumpert, J.R., Amari Stoudemire. <laughs> old-ass Rasheed Wallace, but still Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, old-ass Mike Bibbing. And, like... Is Jerry Lynn on his team? Yeah, actually. Yeah. I, but I, would he be on this team, though? Would he Would he have been, like... Would he would have been on the team, but he wouldn't have played as... He would, Lynn Sandy doesn't happen. Very true, very true. Unless, obviously, Steph Curry gets hurt and Carmelo gets hurt. That's why it doesn't happen because Carmelo got hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, he had one good game. He was like, oh, we're going to ride his coattails for a little bit. Yeah. Hey, man. It was like a good two weeks. Yeah, I'm saying he had a solid he 16 emptied, days. He emptied the tank, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I, Shout I, out to Linsanity. You've been cool. I, I, I kind of wanted Linsanity to at least last rest of the season. No nah, man. With them turnovers, nah. That's true. Yeah. Nah, dude is averaging like seven a game. And yeah, and that two, those two weeks gave him a bag in Houston. Just telling the same. Oh, man. He got a bag in Houston. Man, yeah, no, he did. He did get a bag. God, Houston is really trying to hold on to this, though. Man, Houston's uh, GM. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Nah. So that. that... I don't know, man. So, so we, so we agree. Steph Curry and the Knicks, yeah, better, better situation, yeah, better coach, coach so better the best, system. Because the West was just too tough. So now it was at least ten teams that's battling for. So my 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 follow up to that, right? Yeah. Who do we think this? Do we think Steph Curry still becomes the Steph Curry like we know him today? No. He he's not winning the championship. He might. He I don't think he wins. I don't think he wins any. Well, no, the thing is, I don't think Steph would be it. Would it would have been Steph without Clay? That's true. Because they, they didn't. Well, Jared Smith was a solid defender in New York, though. He could. Nah, Jared Smith wasn't been, shit. Was yeah, he wasn't nah. as efficient offensively as. Not nearly. Yeah, yeah so but I think them as a tandem was sort of how like Steph Curry's emergence became. You know. Yeah, helped. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So that's like that's why I don't think Steph becomes Steph without Klay Thompson. And you know that 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 story that's gonna be how like the NBA history is gonna see it. And be like Steph Curry was like the best player, but there's gonna be that like segue is like Steph wouldn't have been Steph without Klay. That's yeah. very true. I mean, I think that was an important part of this. So Steph, yeah, because you look at those same things, you can say that Mike wouldn't have been Mike without Scotty. Mm-hmm. Mike not winning six rings without Scotty. He probably won one or two. I'm saying you can't have the Splash Brothers without the other Splash Brother. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Fair enough. I, fair that would have been interesting to see. I, I would. I mean, well, I guess we're watching it now. I, guess watching. I mean, it would have been Johnny Flynn. And, uh, I mean, you see <laughs> Steph Curry now, I like saying, I saying, I struggling. Guess this is us watching Steph Curry without Clay Thompson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not scoring. Yeah. He's scoring. He can and like, score, but he can't win shit. They not, they not good without each other. You know, if Clay was on a different team as the number one option, I don't believe he'll be as good or as like, you I know, think, I efficient. Think he would be, I don't think he can be a number one, right? 
Because yeah. I, I said, oh yeah, I don't think he get Cavi in the one. But you know, because you know, the the rumors when he before they brought him back um, on that deal, they were talking about him going to Atlanta. I remember that stupid and ass shit. I was like, yo, <laughs> if him and Trey Young team up, oh, that's gonna be fun as hell. Damn, I don't know. Man. I don't know. Because the thing with that Trey Young, right? He's very ball dominant in his possession. Like he holds right. the ball. Clay Thompson is best when he's on ball. Yeah. Well, for sure, for sure. But I think. Because he holds the ball too long, and he does take most of the shots, that would have been very detrimental. I mean, to I feel like he would have changed the game a little bit yeah, just, to, just to get Clay I mean, Thompson. Really, I, to me, I think it really to, depends who's, who's, who's to coaching Cam there. Reddish? Pardon? He's going to pass to Cam Reddish? Uh, DeAndre Hunter? He helping Kevin Herter average like 17. You don't think Clay could average 24? Like I said, like I said, they need each other. Clay. And Steph would not be the Splash Brothers without each other. Clay just needs a guy who can handle the ball. Clay can't be the number one option in terms of primary ball handling. He's not if, Devin Booker. For but sure. if he's playing with somebody who can handle the ball, even if they're not the primary scorer, Clay can still be the number one scoring option. He just cannot handle the ball. Yeah. I'll say this right, right. I think, remember that same season where he was like, uh, what is it called? Contract talks. Mm-hmm. And one of the destinations was like if he took less money, the Lakers when the uh, what's his name? LeBron was going, right? Right. I would have preferred that and I think like well, Clay Thompson's the perfect teammate for LeBron. Perfect, right? Spot that's up exactly shooter. Yeah, that's what Zach wanted to play defense and you get play oh. defense, get to your spot and give me an efficient twenty four game. Ooh. Clay that Thompson is dangerous. You know what I'm saying? That's right? dangerous. But I don't think he would have got the same freedom like he did. Oh, no, no, of course. In no. Golden State, right? He not going 16. So, you see what I'm saying, right? So, that's yeah. one of the th- reasons why I say they, they need each other. They give each other, like, you ever had, like, your favorite twos partner? Like, you ever play with your twos? Like, he'll give you the same freedom. You know, you could be yourself playing. You still win some games, but even when y'all lose, y'all losing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you get your number two guy. That they They like the best twos right there, right? They need each other to be as successful as they are now. Mm-hmm. And oh, you yeah. can, you know, equate it to like, you know, some of the, you know, Draymond Green, who's been there, Don't you know, coaching. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know self-proclaimed best defender of all time. He, you know, he, Draymond Green helps out. He's a vocal leader. They win those championships with or without Draymond Green. They don't win it without a good ally. I agree. I'm not, yeah, I'm not disputing that part. Right, right, but but I, I will dispute this. Iguodala shouldn't have won that finals MVP. I will say, I will say, right. I think if he didn't, I don't think he'd be a first ballot. But since he has a finals MVP, I think he's going straight in first ballot. Damn, Damn. like how do you not give it to Steph though? Like Steph, Steph was the reason why they. Won. And I think Man, that's I one of the most hindrance. Points. Yeah, that's one of the things that hinders his like. Or shit, even NBA second, career. Even the second time that they won it with KD, like I could say that Steph was better than KD was. I mean, you remember how much KD kept giving him the ball? He's like, because he was torching them niggas, bro. Right, but you he know, said, damn, like he wasn't torching us. He was torturing. He was torturing the Cavs. Listen, but I'm see, sorry, I had to put it out there, but it, it was a sad. We know, to see. Who, we know who we were playing. <laughs> anyway, but see, I that's bad because the, the GM didn't do anything to help us out. He kind of left us with the same squad. Yeah, <laughs> Steph, Steph was out there torching the entire series, and I mean, I get KD was doing his thing too, but like Steph was the one bringing the ball down court, taking the last shot, commanding the basketball. Very true. Very true. So, but it looks like uh, we have run our course here today. 
Our producers are telling us that it's time to end the show. <laughs> Any final words before we end the show, guys? Um, how do you think Eric Gordon's gonna do? Absolute fucking garbage. Fact, hey, give me how we end the show. Give me a rundown of Aaron Gordon's stats when he finished the year. When he finished the year as a I, 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 Denver I, 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 Nugget, I'm going ten and eight the rest of the season. Ten? You think so? I was ten points a game with that Denver Nugget system? Yeah. Playing with a center who's averaging nine assists, he's gonna average ten. <laughs> that ain't gonna be to him. Shit, that's tough. Okay, but Aaron Gordon, me uh, here as one third of the running back podcast, believe you aren't the shit. You won't be the shit there. You won't even be the shit even when you leave because I know they're not gonna keep you. Wow. Going hey, you the man. You the man at University of Arizona though. If anybody gave a fuck over there, you, but uh, you and uh, you and Rob Gronkowski, man. Yeah, Rob, you was cool. You know, you you a champion. You know, you put your head down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure somebody else important did. DeAndre Aiden? Who So yeah, Aaron Gordon, man. Hey, look. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Look, that has been another episode of the Running Back Podcast. We will catch y'all again. What the fuck are you doing? We will catch y'all again on Tuesday. <laughs> um, what I'm doing, Aaron Gordon. What are you doing? <laughs> this has been the Right Back Podcast. <laughs> Peace. Peace.